I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. This episode is brought to you by Undeniably Dairy. Dairy farmers are more than farmers. They're climate caretakers. They see water as a precious resource. Most farmers recycle water up to four times, from chilling the milk to irrigating the crops. And some even use technology to turn manure into renewable energy. To learn more about what dairy farmers are doing to make their farms more sustainable, visit usdairy.com. Coming up on TMS, how's the old lady? How's Kim doing these days? You know she's got a casserole in the trunk. Pedal protocol. Shave the nickel. Finish is hard. English is dumb. Hey, uh, can I get a cheeseburger with no cheese? We don't have mountains here. If you like it, then you gotta put a pickle on it. What's this here sauce? Check out the old hobo, though. Eating that raw-ass onion. Getting down with the pickles. Mustard. More like must-have. Sussing out the rigmarole with Tom. Shirtless and bald recommendals with Randy and more on this episode of The Morning Stream. We didn't have tornadoes here until we started putting into traffic circles. Because on the counter, you want to know why? That when people go round and round in circles, it causes disturbance in the atmosphere and causes tornadoes. Did you have sex on them? <laughs> The Morning Stream. Raw meat. Do you like raw meat? Good morning and welcome to TMS. It's the Morning Stream for Wednesday, July 12th, 2023. I'm Scott Johnson. That's Brian Ibbett. Hi, Brian. Hi, Scott Johnson. Hi, hello. Hi, hello. And uh, all the ships at sea. Yes, how indeed. Hey, first things first. How's... I almost said, how's the old lady? That's not how people talk anymore. <laughs> That's not how people say that anymore. We don't do that anymore. What is this, the 50s? Uh, I don't know. I think people still say that. How's the old lady? You know, I think I think when you... You, you have to do it with somebody who knows that you don't mean the old lady, right? Yeah, like, you, you know, don't I can mean say that old. to you. I can say, yeah. hey, Scott, how's the old lady? And you'd be like, ah, Kim's doing great. She's got a casserole in her trunk for you. Whatever. Yeah, it wouldn't, bo- it wouldn't bother me at all to hear that. So, right. I guess, yeah, I, you're right. It's still contextual. All these years later, you can still do it in context. But how's yes. Tina's You just can't walk up to a guy in a bar and say, oh, you're married. How's the old lady? Hmm. Pow, right in the Yeah, her. right in the kisser. Uh, bang, zoom. Night to the moon, Alice. Uh, <laughs> she is doing very well. She is coughing less than yesterday. So her cough is starting to subside. She's getting a lot of her strength back. And they give her this little, <laughs> it's funny. What does it look like? It looks like 
about the size of a transparent Sega Dreamcast controller. Oh, okay. <laughs> I have one of right? those. So it's like, about you know, like, this big or so. Yeah. Yeah, it's bigger than that because remember you had to be able to slip in that little uh, separate doodad. Oh, with I'm the thinking LCD. Yeah, I'm thinking Saturn. Sorry, yes, Dreamcast. Well, I think Saturn. Saturn. Yeah, the yeah. Dreamcast was a little bit bigger. Yeah. And um, it's got a little hose on it, and you you put that in your mouth and you inhale. Yeah. You can't blow. You inhale. Yeah. And um, it causes a little riser on one of the sides to go, mm. and there's a little mark that the uh, RN put on the um, the left side to indicate how how far up the uh, the the meter the little puck should go. And she is uh, she's reaching that puck, and then sometimes she's surpassing it. So it's you know she's. Two days out from the hospital, and she's already showing lots and lots of signs of improvement. So, like so. those things, those um, uh, I guess astronauts, they blow into those things and to test how hard they can blow, and they want to get that ball up there. It's kind of like that, right? It's just kind of like lung that. strength. Yeah, except or in this case, it's a suck as opposed to a blow. But yeah, it's yeah. a, it's a lung. Yeah, exactly. Nine of twelve says it's a lung capacity test where you can. You know, basically, you're seeing how much air you can pull into your lungs because if you don't, if you can't pull in a lot, you're going to go, and you're going to run out of room in, in your lungs right you don't so want you want to have a good like you know yeah long long amount of uh of air the hard part anyway, of that so, is it can make you that part makes you cough right that's probably yes it does she does it and immediately starts coughing right afterwards oh uh, that sucks <laughs> that sucks but that's good though that pro- this probably means that the 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 pneumonia part is at bay right and we, yes. we, we, she is she is on the mend she's uh, doing much much better and uh we're happy about that all right well i ran um, into somebody who may not be doing very well would you like to hear about oh, no. this kid yes please tell me about this i don't actually know if they're going to be oh. okay or not nor did i know what to do in the situation so i present this to the to the tms crowd and to you for uh what what you would have done in this scenario okay judgment hot, judgment time hot day yesterday it was 100 degrees at one point uh, we like our heat though because it's dry. It likes dry heat. Oh, it's a dry yeah. heat. Yeah, it's a dry yes. heat. Always, always hear uh, people saying, "Oh, it's it's good. It's a dry heat." Yeah, yeah. and I don't want to. We com- have here as well. Yeah, and I don't want to complain because people in like you know Georgia or other places, it's very hot and also yeah. very humid. Oh, yeah, I couldn't do it. Um, but anyway, it was it was warm, and I thought uh, this sounds like a nice time to take the dog for a little spin. So I'm going to take yeah. the dog for a yeah. walk, get her out there, let her pee, enjoy the the heat and the shade and the whatever. So I do this and I'm walking around and did the, did the full loop of what I usually do. And then when I came back around to come home, I passed by these rose bushes on our left and they're always a little annoying because they kind of stick out and I'm, I sometimes run into them, get snagged on them. It sucks. Yeah. They don't, they need to trim them (laughs) back, but it's an HOA thing and whatever. So I'm walking past that or I'm, I'm walking toward it. Like I always do. And I turn that corner and buy one of the rose bushes sits a young probably three and a half four-year-old okay just younger than van maybe younger than that even or shorter though so it was hard for me to pick the age but a young child uh sitting there on their butt eating rose petals oh yeah okay so i had a little pile of Hmm. these rose petals from the rose bushes above him He's sitting there with a big pile of these things, and he's just slowly, one by one, eating eating petals. Sure. And I walk around the corner, and I see this, <laughs> and my brain goes, well, they put rose petals in certain foods, like especially fancy stuff, right? Like, Yeah, and rose water you use for, as long as they're not poinsettia. Yeah. 
Yeah, or yeah. as long as they they haven't been sprayed with some pesticide or something. <laughs> yeah, so that's where my head's at. I'm like, well, I don't know if this is an emergency much so much as this is just probably it's still not good. You know, you don't need this kid eating these yeah eating these things. So I, the, so here's the question: finding him is not that unusual. You find a kid eating weird crap all the time. All the time. Yeah. Yes. The bigger question is, what is what do I do? What's the what's the protocol here? What do we do when we come across a child eating roses? Yeah, and a child I don't know. A child whose parents I don't know. Right. I don't know whose right. kid it is, and there are no adults anywhere in the vicinity. So so here's what do here's you do? what I would do. Here's the extent. Here's as far as I would go. All right. I'm walking the dog, I come across uh uh, come across feral kid from Road Warrior sitting there munching on rose petals. Uh, what uh, should you be eating those? Mm. Yeah, okay, carry on. And yeah, I just walk past. That's the extent. I'll be like, I'll basically just draw their attention to should you be eating those? Mm. And if 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 they don't say, oh, you know what, maybe I shouldn't. Mm. Or if they the just problem, keep going, what are you going to do? Like they're just going to keep going, yeah. or they're not. One of the other. I mean, you're 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 absolutely going to need a bug at some point if you do that. Oh, yeah. uh, if you haven't, already. you're yeah. and you're going to anger the parent that planted those roses <laughs> and expects to find them intact when uh, when the day is done. Yeah, and that's the other thing is I knew for a fact this kid was not the offspring of the people who own the roses. So, Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, no. So he's eating somebody else's Somebody roses. else's roses, yeah. And he's out in the street in the public part of the street, which is you know the other side of where this yard and little fence is. So he's not even fenced in. He's actually a little bit... like I was more worried, like, where is, why is this kid like abandoned? So here's what I ended up doing. So I'm glad you yeah. said what you said because that's yeah. Kind of what I did in a dis- slightly different way. I I went, ooh, gross. Those aren't good. Ooh, gross, good. bad, good. yucky, yep. yucky, like that. Uh-huh. And then I thought, well, now what? <laughs> do I just <laughs> do I just keep do I going? Do I want to try down to... on that? Do I continue go any further? Well, yeah. should I f- try to say where are your parents? Like, but then I'm in the weird territory. I don't want some lady peeking out her window, going, "There's a strange man talking to children out there." You know, I didn't want that. So. Mm-hmm. I'm sitting there kind of kermuffled, not sure in what to do. And then right around then, a lady comes running across the street and yelling. I forgot the kid's name. We're going, we'll just call him Bucky. Bucky, come here. Oh, my gosh. Bucky, take those out of your mouth, Bucky. Bucky, Bucky, Bucky. And I'm like, I'm like, oh, boy, I'm glad you showed up. That was, it was looking a little rough over here. And she's like, sorry, 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 she kept saying. And then I moved on. So that's how it ended yeah. up. But it was an awkward, weird that is weird. I mean, thing. it's, you know, that age, I'm surprised she left him alone as long as she did. And long enough for him to be eating rose petals and you've to see him without her being aware of it. Especially you know? at that age, right? Like That's the that's an age that I would still be kind of keeping an eye on them if they were outside. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm all for like less helicopter parenting when kids are of an age I where am, they should be exploring no, and being outside too, and all that. For sure. But, we, we had some of our best experiences, you and I probably, and, and kids of our age, with our freedom that we had to go ride our bikes yeah. to parts of the neighborhood that we probably shouldn't have been. But yeah. you know, how else did. are you going to yeah. find snakes and bring them home and stuff exactly. like that? Exactly. Yeah. 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 You gotta. Oh, look, you, the, you gotta give. There's an old hobo right by the train station. Let's go. <laughs> let's go check out the old hobo and his bindle on a stick. Yep. Yep. All that stuff is so much fun. And then. uh but but I get I think three or four I think maybe you still should probably have a better handle on where that kid is you know yeah I would think so I th- I think so yeah because some some other local story here recently there was some kid 
they were all at like a barbecue or something near a river and they just let this three-year-old crawl off and fall in the river and drown. It was like awful. Oh, this is a horrible God. story, right? And I'm thinking, yeah. oh. you don't, if it's these three, you just, you hang on to that kid for dear life until he's yeah. old enough to not fall in the river and drown. That's how you do yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. If you live, yeah, especially if you live close enough that they can just get to it by walking over to it, then by, you know, you damn right you uh, keep an eye on that kid. Can't imagine how those parents feel. What a nightmare. Oh. Uh, all right, yeah. we got some. Plus, uh, boy, reaching out, by the way, to the folks in uh, um, in Vermont who are dealing with that flooding Um Oh, it's bad. 15, 10 minutes away from where my parents live, but they're they're high on a on a hilltop in uh, Jericho. Mm. Um, so they're all the rain that they're getting just getting goes downhill for them. But um, my God, the people in Burlington, the people in Montpelier, um, and I've been in there and I've I've driven through the streets that are totally submerged and underwater, and I it just blows my mind that uh, the video is insane of that flooding. It's so it really crazy. It's like all right, well, you know, Tina's Tina's health. It's a sucky thing that we went through, but I'm, you know, we're not dealing with having to get water out of our basement and the destruction of of uh, our home and that sort of thing. So it's like, all right, yeah, it's kind of, yeah. I'm I'm glad we live in a place where you can get hospital treatment, get there, get out, and and uh, uh, and and be well on your way and taken care of compared to what they're going through down there. Uh, we talked about money the other day. Those little ridges on money, like on coins. You know what I'm sure. talking about? Remember sure. that? Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, a couple weeks ago or whenever it was. We got an anonymous text that kind of not maybe adds to it, but maybe it's apocryphal. I don't know. We're going to find out. <laughs> okay. He says, I remember when, my da- uh, when I was little, my dad told me that in Old West dimes, they were made out of uh, silver. All right. right so right. Sure. the old school dimes. Um, and he says they are small, uh, of course, and that's the size of 10 cents worth of silver. Uh, meaning that when they put those edges on there, they had to have 10 little, and we got a couple other supporting emails about this. The ridges for a while anyway, represented Mm -hmm. how much those, how much silver was, was worth or how much silver that thing was worth. 10 ridges on the edges of a, of a dime. Well, it was, uh, how did, how did this other email I have explains it better. This one just sort of gets into it, but, um, it it had the ridges actually meant the the amount of silver. Now it may not be equal to per penny, really? but it was like a silver portion was represented by a ridge. And if you didn't have the ridge, it meant either it was counterfeit or it was a goof. Oh, that's or interesting. I had like no that. idea about that. That I thought I, I thought the ridges were there just to make you know those smaller coins easier to pick up or easier to grab. That's huh. what I thought. And maybe they had the dual use of that. Um, and again, it might be a little apocryphal. But he also says that uh, some people would share shave a silver or a sliver of silver off the edge before spending them, so ridges uh, were added to prevent that. The other reason that those ridges exist mm-hmm, mm-hmm. is that if you if you did that, you knew somebody was basically skimming off the top of the silver and using it outside of the currency, basically doubling up on currency without government approval. Is what it was. Interesting. Yeah, I had no clipping, idea. So, there stuff. so 118 ridges on a dime. Yeah, definitely um, not ten. <laughs> a lot more than ten. Yeah, a lot more than ten. Yeah. Um, and they added them according to. Um, what is this? The 
again, who knows, right? Unless I'm unless yeah. I'm looking at the mint, uh, the U.S. mint, and having reasons here. But yeah, to revert to as you said, prevent, prevent uh, coin clipping and counterfeiting. Coin clipping is, uh, um, like you said, shaving metal from the the coin's uh, circumference. So making it like you know, you could take a a nickel and shave part of the metal off of it if if nickel was valuable right you could do that and it would still look like a nickel because you know it wouldn't be obvious because there aren't ridges that would be missing like they are on a quarter yeah or on a dime or that sort of thing. yeah you'd have yeah. to hold it That's... next to another one to see if it had shrunk in the circumference or not and right. and right. uh it reminds me of that sesame street bit where bert has that plate of cookies <laughs> right and yes. ernie's like well i'm just gonna taste one. Oh shoot i've made a dent okay i have to eat around the cookie to make it so it's even well shoot so you now this to- cookie's smaller than the others i'll eat another i'll do it to all the cookies and before he's know it he's done he's eating all the cookies basically yeah 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 always reminds me of that. So you're saying that uh someone would would uh with a nickel have to basically keep shaving off of the circumference of the nickel to be to get away with yeah with what they're doing yeah or or they, they, would... with a, they couldn't do it with a dime or a quarter because of the ridges but... right exactly that's the idea yeah. but uh oh hilarious anyway that's, that's a funny comparison for sure so we've learned a little something today maybe <laughs> about how no, that's cool money that works. is interesting yeah uh it's ridged for your pleasure your money don't forget yeah. it Okay. Um, I, yeah. I threw a little link, by the way, um, into our show notes, and maybe we talked about. You know what? Let's let's. Uh, I'll do it uh, bottom of the show because uh, it's fascinating to me. Oh, really? Um, I'm just yeah. very curious now about what this might yes. be. All right. Yes. Um, okay. Excellent. I'm going to get Dunaway in here, and uh, I think he's around. You know. Cool. Uh, he's well, been. I'd like, uh, him. I'd like him to be around. He's had a lot going on too. Everybody's been very busy this July. A lot of it's stuff. so far July. Yeah, so yeah. My, maybe maybe July could kind of calm down with yeah. itself. Slow its roll a little. Yeah, please. That'd be all right with me. Um, all right, let's do this thing. Here we go. Hey, that music means it's time for us to play a little uh, game, and we do it with our friend Brian Dunaway, who joins us now from South Carolina. Hello, Brian Dunaway. Oh, hi, Scott and Brian. How's hi. your Wednesday going? Oh, it's better now that you're here. <laughs> better oh, than sure better than our so. last Wednesday. Yeah. <laughs> At least in the case of uh, yeah. last yeah. Wednesday. Yeah. yeah, that's a, we're now a week from, uh, from or yeah, a week away from the hell uh, that I experienced here at the house. That's right. Um, the and I, shitstorm, if you will. Yeah, it's funny how fast <laughs> time goes, or how slow time goes when you're in the middle of it, and how fast it goes when you're over it. Because I can't yeah. believe that was a week ago. That's insane to me. Uh-huh. Uh, but anyway, hey, it's good to have Suck you here, man. It last week. Yeah, take that, you <laughs> jerk. Um, we got to add somebody to this call. We're going to try to do that right now. Uh, let's see. Oh, we get another shot at uh, Jenny because last week uh, she never answered, but I think we can get her oh, in this time. Oh, yeah, that's right. Uh, they said that they were going to be uh, available Thank and home you. from work. Nice. I think it's pronounced Yana, but I want to I want to hear them confirm it. Is it Johnny or Yana? What, how do you say it? Yana. Uh, Yana. Yan. Okay, so you we don't even pronounce even the close. last. Yeah. You don't even I don't, I don't really mind. Anything's right for me. It's because it's such a cool <laughs> international superstar name. It's rad. It's like Jan Hammer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Call, you didn't call him Jan Hammer. No. You called him Jan Hammer. No. <laughs> I think I may have called him Jan Hammer back then, but <laughs> I didn't know any better. Uh, well, it's good to have you here. I'm glad that you were able to come through. We're going to play this game today. Brian, please explain the rules and how Jan here can win. 
for sure. And before you do that, I, I do have to know, Jan, where are you calling from? Uh, Finland. You are in Finland. Oh, awesome. All right. I am. All right. Do well, you look in the mirror? Uh, Let me ask you this. If you look in the mirror, <laughs> oh my God. Do, and you take, let's just say you take your shirt off. Can you see your heartbeat? Can you see your heart beating through your translu- semi translucent skin? That's what I need to know. Absolutely. Okay. All right. See, confirm. <laughs> your you stereotypes are the open. most interesting. <laughs> your preconceived stereotypes of people are the most interesting. I'll tell you what I admire about the Finnish, though. The Finnish language. I don't know how you guys do that thing, that thing you do with that language. It is the most complex, <laughs> gnarly language. I've talked to some people who visited there. Uh, my brother-in-law, Wendy's husband, spent a couple of years there and never could get it down. So you guys worse have like than, a magical... Worse than they, they, and they, or there, and there, and oh, then all of yeah. the bull crap we do. Yeah. Well, ours yeah, are right. just dumb. English is dumb. But they're, but yeah. like, you listen to somebody in Finland talk, it is an insane language. You guys are... Yeah, that's... It's amazing. It's a very complex language. Yeah. Anyway. All right. Look, if we don't start this uh, Tadpooly feud, we'll never finish. Oh, I thought oh we we'll never talking... finish. I get it. I thought we were just talking to the finish today. Okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, I get it. Uh, it's time to play the Tadpooly feud. I've surveyed the Tadpool on some nerdy topics, and Scott and Brian are going to have to predict the answers that they gave us. And it's their job to see how many of those answers they can guess. Jan, your job is more important than ever because you're going to be working with either Scott or Brian. And if your team wins, you get a prize package that includes Death Squared and System Shock Enhanced Edition. So you get extra shock. With this this enhanced edition that, version of that's System name Shock. brand games there. Wow. Yeah, it's a big deal. I like Is it. Is it a big deal? I've yeah. never played uh, never played System uh, System Shock. I've heard of, but I don't think I've ever played it. System Shock is the uh, the granddaddy to Bioshock and uh, yep. all yep. that. It's an amazing, oh, incredible, really? incredible series. Yeah, so good. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Wow. All right. Yeah. Old nice. stuff. Old but but new again. Anyway. Uh, excellent. All right. Well, get uh, your hands uh, positioned there correctly oh, over oh, your buzzers. Oh, there we go. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Or your buzzards. And uh, get ready for this. We asked 381 tadpoolers to give their answer to this question. What is your favorite burger topping that is Scott? How'd you beat me? Mushrooms. Mushrooms. Show me mushrooms. Hmm. Fifth answer on the board. I'll finish the question for Brian. Yeah. What ha! is your favorite burger topping that is not cheese? Oh, I thank God! I really wish I really I wish Scott in. would have said cheese. Honestly, uh, <laughs> you know what? I got I, I got in before you. I got finished. lucky because I don't like cheese on burgers. I know oh, that's weird. Funny. Wow, I know that's weird, but I just don't. So you don't like cheese on cheeseburgers? Is that what you said? I don't like it on burgers. Period. Oh, I don't okay. like I don't like cheeseburgers. You're not cheese eating. Like, you don't get cheese on a you don't get cheese on a burger. Jesus, well, man, that's a cheeseburger. Like, two different so wait, things. Wait, wait. Yeah. I gotta ask you this: so you get your right. grilled mushrooms on a burger and you don't top it with Swiss? No, hell no. Oh, okay, hold God, on, hold on. Let me back, back that up. Missing out. No, let me back that oh. up. If it is a, yeah. if it's a Swiss mushroom burger, I, you know what? Yes, I will do melted Swiss. What I won't do is any kind of uh, orange or American like cheese. I can't stand sure, that stuff. sure. Your your uh, your Velveeta. Your, yeah. yeah, any of that, like the square Kraft piece singles. of cheese. Yeah, I F- don't remember F- Richard Dawson having this long of a conversation. Come on and <laughs> kiss me already. You, 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 apparently, you apparently don't watch. <laughs> didn't watch the show because. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he talked a lot, that dude. Hey, hey Mark. Now while they're so, standing uh, in the front, that's more Steve Harvey. <laughs> no, dude, that, no, you've just no, forgotten. No. Steve Harvey. Steve Harvey. Uh, so like Scott says, I don't like cheese on his on my burger. And then Steve Harvey looks at the camera. <laughs> yeah, for about for 10 five minutes. seconds. Yeah. And it waits. Yeah. It waits. He does a lot of quiet. <laughs> <He> does, <laughs> 
a lot of quiet um, I'm gonna reflection. Go, I'm going to go with onion. Oh, onion. Onion. Put my right. onion on my my. Uh, how do you how do you like your onion on your burger? Oh, I like right. them caramelized, please. Oh, oh really? Okay. I'm a raw. Give me oh, a nice, fresh ring of onions. onions. Get a you mint. give me, you mm. give me the choice of how how my onion is going to be on my burger. I will take uh, caramelized onions. Uh, yes. Uh, day and night. All right. Because show me. Human. Show me onion. Number two. two. And uh, all that time it took just to figure out who's going to have control of the board. Brian, <laughs> you and Jan have control Jan, of the board. Baby. By the way. Yep. Caramelized, grilled, and fried. Uh, so like your fried crispy right, onion right. straws or but onion not, rings. Yeah. But you didn't include raw in there, so now it's making me wonder if I did. I mean, onions. Okay, the, okay. The, you just the ran part out of space. Before, the part okay. before the parentheses implies okay, the, uh, the raw, raw and red and all that stuff. So Ugh. no other form of onion will be God. will be. Can you allowed. imagine eating a burger with Scott and then he like gets through and he's eating that raw ass onion and he's all like, oh, oh, hey guys. And you guys want to go hang Johnson out? breath? Oh my god. You'll oh. have to you'll just have to groove on it because I like it. Ugh. I'll be eating that. John. Jan, did you, by the way, <laughs> can I go to yes. Finland and just get a burger there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's, of course. Ask? Why not? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Are they good, though? No, like, that... you guys know, you guys probably make them, I don't know, it's probably fresher. You got some cow living up in a mountain somewhere. <laughs> it's probably just better, right? We don't have mountains here. Oh. Y'all consider, <laughs> like, an, y'all consider a, a hamburger just, or an American tasty food? tasty mountain cows. Darn it. I, uh, I love I, the mountain cow beef. Yeah, yeah. I guess. But, uh... I'm of the opinion that only if it has beef, it can be a burger. Okay. There you go. Yeah. And right. Everything else is a sandwich. Isn't that isn't that Arby's tagline? And yeah, <laughs> I think it is. Everything okay, else so, is a sandwich. But, uh, <laughs> this is we, beef. <laughs> this is the tagline. Yes. Should we bring uh, bacon? Oh, bacon! Oh my God! Good. I now personally, I think this is a no-brainer. I think if you're gonna if you're gonna have a you're gonna have a burger, you're gonna have a bacon cheeseburger. That is the only way to get order well, something. minus the cheese. But you need the you need crispy bacon. That's a real key deal there. You don't want that sweaty, bloated looking fat bacon. You wouldn't make that. it in the South, my friend. I dude, so I'd, even they'd run been you there. Out I know. Here. You're right. So wait, wait. So even even with a bacon burger, and and again, eliminating our our fake cheeses, right? Our right, and, right, and right. people don't write in. We know that we've already gone over the craft singles. <laughs> is like 48% cheese and milk products or something are better than the craft ones. Yeah, they melt. They definitely melt better. But are you saying Scott, that even if you have bacon and cheddar is available, even though it's orange, you're still not throwing um, a slice of cheddar. If on it's there? a good slice of cheddar, I could be convinced, but it's also I need it to be not overwhelmingly. Uh, I don't want it to be a large portion of the of the experience. I want I less cheese than really- more. You know, I don't know how we've can't come this long. Me and Scott Johnson, as long as we've been podcasting together, that I didn't know his disdain for cheese to this level. No, no, no. I, feel like I like I've cheeses. Unlocked a new level. It's not a cheese as Johnson. a. It's not a cheese thing on the whole. Like I love a little nice little bit of you know some kind of gouda. I like some cheese. Right. You know, I'll eat some cheese, especially sure. like a charcuterie sure. kind of thing. But when you melt right. a big ass hunk of cheese on the burger, I feel like you're destroying right. what I like about the burger. I don't know. Bacon sales. I'll, I'll, here's what I'll say, by the way. As long as the cheese is not thicker than the burger, then I'll take it on my burger. But as if, if you're giving me a slice of cheese that's thicker than the burger itself, then no pass. Well, that <laughs> definitely sounds oh, wasn't bad. That, that wasn't sounds that a, horrible. a thing this morning? Didn't they say, like, I forget what European country it was. They have, like, the all-cheese cheeseburger. With oh, them. yeah. Yes. It's in our it's news. Burger King. Yeah, it's in yeah, our news today. Thailand. It's, oh, it is? Um, okay, we're going to be talking about that thing? Th- oh, Thailand, that yeah, they do. It's, it's no meat and 20 slices of cheese. It's horrible. <laughs> 
You need liquid to poop, and cheese just takes it all away, my friend. You don't want to do that. It's a bad idea. All bad right. idea. So to anyway, bacon, I believe, was your answer. Bacon. <laughs> Zoe, uh, Zoe's in suspense. Is it on here? Is, could it possibly be? Show us bacon. Number one, yeah, of course, answer, number one answer. Bacon. Yeah. That sounds good. But look how close it is between bacon and onions. Only five yeah. people difference in 381 that... that uh, that their favorite topping is onions over bacon. It's interesting. Yum. It is interesting. Jan, do you have another burger guess? A burger guess. Uh, One thing to think about is that our condiments are like... uh ketchup and stuff yeah yeah I are, think they, that's a, are they toppings they are considered toppings yeah i agree maybe we should uh, go for pickles oh yeah pickles dude. okay okay i like that you was like ketchup but then you was like no pickles all right pickles i'm down with the pickles, pickles. are yeah, we all are we all anyway so no. are we all down with pickles on the burger we're all good so with, so oh. down with pickles on the burger yeah, yeah bigger it elevates, yeah. The, it yeah, elevates that, the burger and that's one where i'm like give me as much as big a thicker one as you got i love a good pickle on a burger really oh okay. yeah is that how you say it too, Scott? You go up to the give me the biggest and thickest one you got. Yeah. You say? <laughs> I do. I do. And the poor kid in the little yeah. white hat is like, oh, sir, He's what? Like, sir, oh, this is a Freddy's, sir. I need to talk have to my, I'm going to talk to my uh, manager. Hold on. <laughs> God, you are making me really crave a Freddy's today. Yeah. Uh, show me. I'll put a pickle on it. <laughs> yeah, 55. Yeah, pickles. Yeah. Five people can drive their pickles. I feel like if you ask some uh, kids between the age of six and twelve, they would have a different oh, yeah. opinion on pickles. But when you get older, it's true. It is true. It is, like is an older flavor, right? You have to go yes. through puberty to really hit the pickle, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes, exactly. Right? Yeah, I think. You I did. think yeah. Right that's when I started drinking. Yeah. That's when I started drinking pickle juice. Oh yeah, that's right. Oh, Hold on a second. Pickle juice. Hold on now. I do when I'm riding my bike. Really. Yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh, that Pickle. sounds the salt so gross. and electrolytes. The <laughs> salt is like uh, <laughs> it is uh, like every stop at the MS one fifty. They've got these things called these little. Uh, they're supposed to be frozen like pickle pops. Oh yeah, like, uh, otter That's pops. Mm. But they don't freeze them. They just chill them, and you just cut the top off. Gork like a big Gork. shot of pickle juice, and mm, I'm ready to go another ten yeah. miles. Easily. It's like hobo pee. Can't do it. <laughs> Really? But yeah. you like pickles. I do. I don't know why. It's, the wrong place. It's don't like buy too, them off the street. It's just too, it's concentrated. I don't know. I can't explain it. It just sounds horrible it's, it's to like, me. It's just like vinegar, it's right? It's mostly, yeah. Yeah. Wait a minute, yeah. Scott. Are you saying that you don't drink the uh, the water after you make your hot dogs, after you boil your hot dogs, and you're going to pour it into a glass? <laughs> yeah. Okay, yeah, but you, you know, went too far. I you, do. You, you're on that ledge by yourself. I, I do love some hot dog water. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Oh, gross. Uh, what do we say? We have an answer yet? <laughs> yeah, and I think our last one was pickles. Oh, yeah, you're still going. Yeah. Uh, maybe ketchup then. I, I think ketchup, yeah. I think ketchup is a much more popular condiment than just about any other one. So I think ketchup is the number sure. one. Sure. All right. Yeah. Show me ketchup. Damn it. Number oh, it. four. Yeah. down the board. Running look down at down the left side, and uh, but Scott still has an opportunity to catch up. He does catch up. <laughs> the scene. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, Jan, you got another one? Yeah, mayo, too. Oh, yeah, mayo. That's popular here. I'm surprised to hear outside of the southern part Actually, of the United States. Actually, I think States. mayo is more popular in Europe than it is in America. Yeah, mayo came really? from Europe. Yeah, it started yeah, that. Yeah, they dip their fries in that stuff. But yeah. wait. It's or not it's, Duke's mayonnaise. That's not the way that John Travolta says it. I think uh, I think he says, <laughs> they dip their fries in that shit, Jules. <laughs> <laughs> They love I'm it. They can't get it. enough of it out there. I'm Why are you touching my hair? All right. I'm down with the mayo. Show me. Mayo. Yeah. Be up there. Mayo. 
Oh, yes. That's big points. Gosh dang it. Oh, and the mayo melts just a little bit because, you know, it's kind of a firm jelly kind of almost. At least our yeah. Duke's mayonnaise is. And it just it just kind of melts in between the stuff. Do you like yeah. that, Scott? Do you like um, the melting? I like mayo. Uh, I like mayo. I do. I like it on a okay. burger. Right. I'm going to tell you something we learned on the uh, 4th of July when Tina was uh, developing her pneumonia. Um, <laughs> we went to a neighbor's house for uh, for a, a little feast, a little you know backyard barbecue feast. Right. And they, on their corn on the cob, before they put it on the grill... They yes. coat it. They coat it in mayonnaise. Yes. And my God, these, you did not need butter. These egg, things were so. It's a low, it's a low t- t- right? Mayo's, mm-hmm. mayo's, mayo's just egg whites and oil. Yeah. And like, yeah. if you have, like, you put, you can put Worcestershire sauce in it if you're going for a certain flavor, lemon juice. It's according what's your flavor you're looking for. But isn't it's it's oil and egg whites. It's pronounced, what's the sear sauce? What, what's <laughs> the sears is this? But this what, is, what's this the sear sauce? This is just, uh, this is a lote corn, right? That's the, isn't that, it's just Mexican street corn, isn't it? Right. Oh, that is like that what kind of, they do? They do that with that sounds like the Mexican street. They're they're trying to they're trying to take the culture. <laughs> well, I mean, they put you. They also put like sprinkle on there some kind of. It might even Look, be cheese. I live in the south, the southern part of the United oh, States. Like, but I've uh, mentioned a couple of times already. Like Cojito cheese or something. Yeah, maybe some paprika was, or something. Um, does mayonnaise look, on corn was bound to happen. We didn't steal that from nobody. That no, was just. But you're making me hungry for it. When I when I was in Vegas, they got a place in the Container Park that makes really good. Uh, right, a lote corn and what Brian's describing sounds mm. like that. It's very good. Oh, it's definitely, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'll tell you, you must make a mean burger because uh, you're doing pretty good here. No yeah. kidding. You're doing I want to right. go to, yeah, go to Jan's house and have a, yeah, have a burger. I, all right. I don't, you got I don't four answers still on the uh, right side of the board there. Oh, look at that. Now that is some good looking ass oh, corn. I know, right? Yeah. That, that takes to the next level. I don't know that, what those what little... Kind of, is that cayenne pepper I don't know. The onions? corn's not... The corn's not brown, and I want a little. I want a lot more brown. I want a lot more uh, caramelization on my kernels. <laughs> oh yeah, I prefer it more cooked. You're you're totally uh, right on that. Yeah. I would totally. I want a lot that. more brown. But, a lot more brown. Man, it's good. Oh, it's so good. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> all right. All right. What else? What else you got? Four <laughs> answers. We're getting into our high money uh, stuff here. So uh, here we are. Yeah. So well, so choose wisely. We've uh, discussed the jury with mayo. That's right. Right. Gave in uh, bacon for Joey. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Should we please Claire with some lettuce? <laughs> well, I think I think that's actually the only thing on Claire's right. burger is lettuce. Yeah, I think uh, yeah, I think that uh, you should let us see uh, some of that green stuff uh-huh. on the board, please. Uh-huh. All right, show me. <laughs> let us see if uh, it is on the board. Show me lettuce. Oh, big look at them ten. big bad points, boy. Big Boom. 10 points. I think that means uh, you won. Still, you, Scott. still uh, not out of uh, out of range for really? Scott to Really? To if I got six, up. seven, and nine, I could win? But, but No, but if he got all you of get, them, Jan would still win. All. Oh, that's true. Yeah. yeah. Scott could so, still win, but yes. Jana wins either way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I feel good. Yeah, either so, way. I do want to destroy he, Scott. So. He wins regardless. Uh, I said Jana. I meant Jan. Jan wins either way. Yeah. Right. Let's Perfect. get that. I keep, did it. I keep hearing, uh, uh, what, oh shoot, I can't remember what the other, what people were saying, Yanni, they were hearing Green Needle. No, what was it? It was, uh, oh, Green, uh, no, 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 no Green Needle uh, was Brainstorm. Brainstorm. Lord, thank you, Benjamin. Lord. Oh, yeah, Laurel. 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 I have no idea what the hell you're talking about. <laughs> I love that one. I do too. Anyway. All right, so you got three answers still left on the board. Run it. Well, you know, let's let's just uh, shut Scott out of this business with his grilled mushrooms and his hatred yeah, of yeah, cheese. Yeah, yeah, grilled mushrooms. No, he deserves that all the hate he can get. 
Maybe OG form of ketchup, tomato. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Put some, put some tomato sauce on your tomato. I agree. I love the way I love the way you describe it. It is. It's you know some raw ketchup in the form of tomatoes. Some OG ketchup. Let's face it. Ketchup is mostly sugar. For sure. So, All right. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Scott, is mathematically, I thought he could get 9 plus 7, 16 plus 6 is 22 plus 5, 27. You're right. You're absolutely right, dubious rascal. Okay. So he's out. Right. How dubious. Dubious. You've already, you've already won regardless. Math yeah, rascal. Let's do some diced tomatoes. Let's, let's show me some. Oh, you prefer diced? I definitely no. want sliced on my burger. No, no, Otherwise, like it falls off. Yeah, yeah there's right. no point to that. Don't show don't. me some tomatoes. Yeah. 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 Top them up, put them in a stew. There you go. Right about how where thick? I expect it. It's right there in the middle. Oh, how thick is a good question. Uh, how, um, how fresh get, and, 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 I get and real. Mad at those quarter little, of an inch, really. I, yo, that's of, quarter inch. That's about right. I yeah, get mad yeah. at those little paper thin sliced tomatoes. Right. Uh, and I'll go yeah. thicker if it's yeah. a good tomato, like from a real garden, not some yeah. crappy, not quite ripe thing that you sometimes slap on there. If you give me a real good tomato, I'll go thicker. Yeah, on there. yeah for sure. sure. You want to put some pepper and salt on that thing too? Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we in, we are mostly in agreement on our burger. It's just the onion. Oh, yeah, thing. yeah. You don't yeah. agree with me, huh? Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. fine. It's yeah. fine. And it's the fine. cheese. Yeah. But we won't we won't wobble. No. <laughs> All right. Not. Two two what answers left. Yep. Two left. You guys can run it. Run that board. Yeah. What do you think? Uh, we haven't mentioned mustard yet. Is that just a, a ketchup and mustard is my personal favorite. I love no, mustard, mustard is a favorite. must. It is must. Yeah, I think That's, mustard is out. Yeah. Safe. Okay. You have right, to listen, have it. Think, I think mustard is safe. Let's see if the tadpole thinks it's mustards safe. are safe. Is it safe? Is it safe? Uh, show me mustard. Oh, are you first, kidding me? Uh, first up. That's yeah. a that's that was the only one I actually said other than the <laughs> onion. Now, John's got all the rest of them. That's effed Fear up. Not. Mustard was number eleven, so it was just out okay. of the running. All it right, just got right, edged right, out right. by uh, lettuce. That is just insane to me. Edged out by lettuce. Uh, edged out by lettuce. All right. Um, man, I wasn't prepared to be. I wasn't. <laughs> I didn't think it was going to come back to me. I thought it was over. Yeah. Uh, this is uh this. These last two are um. Are are not your typical? Oh, good. That's good because there's one. I'll just I was tell you that much. I'll typical. tell you that much. That's like, yeah, these are not your. I know one that has got grown in popularity recently. So, well, I'm shut up. This is my turn. Right. I'm gonna say, uh, let's go with, uh, let's do pineapple. Slice a pineapple. Pineapple. Yeah. Are you're, you? You're, you're making crazy. me crave right now. The uh, the bonsai at Red Robin. Yeah, it's <laughs> really good. And I'll tell you this: I hate it on pizza. Love it on a burger. Can't explain really? why. I don't like yeah. it on pizza. I, um, I can't explain that either. Yeah. All right, show me pineapple. Damn it. Oh, that's uh, number bad. 19 in the list was uh, pineapple, which is really surprising. Ooh. I really enjoy an avocado on my burger now. I used oh, to not care for sure. it, but it's a good replacement for mayonnaise. Yeah. Yes. That nice oily taste to it. Mm-hmm. What do you think, yep. Jan? Sure. I like that one. Probably. We'll do it. He'll allow it. Avocado. He'll allow it. He'll allow it. All right. <laughs> Show me avocado. Oh, uh, avocado slash guacamole uh, number Ooh, guacamole. twelve. Just after oh, we got eleven and twelve, but not the oh, seven yeah, nine. yeah. Wow. Uh, seven, we nine, already did seven, lettuce. Seven. Yeah, we did. Um, we did. Hmm. Yeah. <sighs> well, did somebody put? Did anybody put bun? 
I just want yes. to know if anybody put it. Uh, I will tell bun. you that because because I don't think any of you are going to just say asses. bun. Uh, three asses. people said bun. It was number I seventeen. It. I knew it. Yeah. <laughs> Let's smart do, asses. Mm-hmm. I, I like a jalapeno uh, slices on my burger sometimes. Oh, that's nice. Not yeah. too hot. I don't want the ones that are. I guess the more ripe those are, the less hot they are. So I'd like them to be ripe. Thank you. I like but, to hear you justify your burger order to the burger you like guy them, one day. Mm. Um, See, for those, I prefer throw them like saute them or pickle them. I want them a little bit, mm. a little bit. Uh, yeah. I don't want just the sl- the raw uh, jalapeno slices. I, on my yeah, burger. it's a. I would prefer that too. I think I'll take them either way. But I, yeah, I'm with you on that. Um, but I yeah. but I think I'll just do. Let's just categorically say peppers. Maybe that'll get okay. me there. All right. Show me categorically peppers. Really, jalapenos oh, nice. is fine. Good job. Number nine on the list. Uh, okay. Because um, I don't what think about... anybody's. I don't think anybody's like doing a, a bell pepper slice on there. <laughs> no, <laughs> their I've burger. actually done that before. It's not bad. Yeah. Really? Okay. I don't. You, I don't. It's not like I was like, oh, I gotta do that again. But it was like, I ain't got nothing else to put on this stupid burger. Yeah. Sure. Sometimes you just gotta put stuff on there. I get it. Yeah. Tried it out, didn't work out. So, Jan, you got one so far. The last two that I've hey, said. Hey, it's my turn, butthole. Oh, I'm sorry. Did you yeah, get one, butthole? Right. Last, yeah. yeah. Last answer. You've been on losing the board. so much today. I, I know. I don't blame you. I don't blame you. Um, <laughs> how about uh, <laughs> I used to do a thing when I was a kid, but there's no way this is on here. And I would never oh, do God. it now. Oh, please tell us. You All right, I'll just, just do it. I'll just do it. Um, I used to put Lay's potato chips on my burger. And that's what that was one of the ones I was going to say. Put some chips on it, baby. Yeah. I love sure. that. Add a little crunch to it. You're yeah, going to eat those yeah. chips anyway with your burger. Why not eat them That's on right. your burger? I agree. Um, I put those in uh, tuna salad sandwiches, too. Like just yeah. uh, some Lay's potato chips right on the top. Oh, that sounds good. Yeah. Barbecue. Or egg salad. Show me chips. Oh, or that was crisp. a good one, though. It was crisp. a good one. Yeah. Mm. All right. Well, now it's I don't in know. your hands. I know I'm all lost. Um, the only thing I can think of is the... Bochy form of mayo, egg. Oh, <laughs> egg. That's a good idea. Boy, you just know you're breaking down you all think the... these down in their raw ingredients. Yeah. I love it. Yeah, it's well, great. It's nice. I like that. I think egg's a good one. A fried egg, good old fried egg, round top of there with a boom. Is it going to be runny though? Always, Is that what we do? always makes me think about the Simpsons. Uh, we take 18 ounces of ground beef, soak it in rich, creamy butter, then yeah. top it off with bacon, ham, and a fried egg. Yeah, we oh call it our God. Good Morning Burger, and it's available. Oh my Fri- God. Fried eggs are popular, though. I'll bet this is at least on your yep, list if yeah. it's not in this seventh. Runny slot. fried egg, right? You get that. Yes, you got to keep the yolk. You got to keep the yolk yeah. runny because you want it oozing out the back of the burger yeah. when you take that first bite. Show me a fried egg. Oh, look at that. Number yeah, seven, look at board you. is run. If I had never said anything, you would have run the board. Yeah, I think <laughs> I think, I think uh, you're, you're, yeah, your partner there. Look, the, fini- oh, the finisher are very, they're highly educated, sophisticated people. Yeah. All right. They know For stuff. For sure. For sure. Uh, that's fantastic. Oh, my gosh. Well, well freaking yeah. done. Brian, what else was on this list that we didn't get to? Yeah, some of the ones you didn't get to. I did separate relish from pickles because uh, people put relish on their burgers. Beetroot or, or beets, uh, pickled beets i it was a thing that i had the first time when we were in australia and um if i can i'll get it anytime i love beetroot on burgers uh green chilies so yeah that is another form of pepper besides the jalapenos green chilies um secret sauce special sauce animal sauce sauce. (laughs) uh another burger uh somebody Uh, just put another patty on there um bacon jam 
Oh, uh, yeah, bacon jam. Good. Okay. Yeah. okay. Just chili as opposed to green chili, just like yeah, your red chili. Yeah, chili's good. Yeah. We're doing that. Chili yeah. cheeseburger. Um, That's good. Yeah. Kimchi. Oh, kimchi is okay. so good uh, on a burger, you guys. You have no idea. It's so yes. Good. And finally, somebody said scrimp salad. Scrimp <laughs> salad. Was that you, Dunaway? That sounds like something you'd say. No, I would. No, I have had no cheese and mm. I have used pimento cheese. Oh, oh well, that's because yeah. melt it melt a little bit. It's you're, pretty good. It's not you're, bad. You're yeah. a criminal. You're a food criminal. It's not a go to. It's just it's not bad. It's not bad. It's gross. Uh, well, that's awesome, though. Congratulations. This means you you're won. You're a winner. And you won the right way, really, just dominating. Uh, and that's that's amazing. So these codes are going to be yours, Jan. They're going to come straight to you. And mostly, I'm just excited the, the freaking phone call worked this time. It's like three times in a row, nice. and it worked. So nice job. Yeah, I was on my phone the previous times. Yeah. And now oh, I'm on my gotcha. computer and stuff. So There you go. And, and, uh, and Jan, putting your, putting your codes in there reminded you, you gave me that awesome... Uh, trivia question or trivia thing about uh, each each movie is a state or like basically 50 states 50 movies match the movie to the state that it largely takes place in this thing is great I'm, I'm going to spend some more time with it before I give an answer because I don't want to just rush it I want to save it uh, I have another one for you as well I'll oh Ooh, very nice cool. yeah, are you my hey. friend on discord <laughs> <laughs> hey wait Jan one quick thing before you go can you say how do you say congratulations in your native tongue Odin now. That's it? Odin now? Sure. Oh, see? <laughs> see? There's no way I even came close. Finish, bro. <laughs> There's no way I came even close because that's how that language is. It's just like for pros only. It's insane. All right. Have a fantastic yeah. day and congratulations. Uh, hey, Dunaway, you did great. Today, great later today, 3.30 a.m. a.m. p.m., uh, you and I will be getting together for Play Retro. And you're thinking, man, that was fast. Well, yeah, we did one Sunday. Yeah. Uh, and now we're going to do another one. And today it's all about that Banjo Kazooie and the and the various Ooh, games that came out of it. Yeah, Banjo Kazooie on the N sixty four and the Banjo Tooie. Which, by the way, I'm an idiot. I didn't realize until recently that it was because it was part two. There wasn't a new character called Tooie. No, it wasn't. <laughs> a lot of you're not the only one that thought that back then, though. There are a lot of right. people thought that, so it'll be fun to clear that up. It was. It's 25 years old. It's having a birthday. Yeah, just this, this uh, past month, it turned 25 year old. Rareware's uh, amazing platformer for the N64. Yep, and holds up. Quite, by the way, history. very good game. Um, yes. still fun. And there's the uh, the version that's on. Um, Xbox G- game, yeah. Game Pass has a version that was basically upresed and widescreen, but mm-hmm. they kept, they still kept most of it the way it was. Um, and if you've never played Nuts and Bolts, a game that came out on the 360, uh, Banjo Kazooie Nuts and Bolts, such a good game, so good. Yeah, oh, cool. you know what's not good? Yeah, what's that? That that revenge thing on the uh, Game Boy. Yeah, Advance. it's bad. I guess it's okay. No, it's bad. I guess it's bad. It's bad. It's bad. Yeah. I'm with you. It's bad. I just. I just like the uh, the the um, wooden mask dude that comes out and goes. Uh, ah, Mojo, yeah. Mojo, go go. He's he's great. He's better. He. I always mix him up in the in the Crash Bandicoot mask. Yeah, yeah. always. Yeah. Mix I mixed him up. him up so badly that until uh, we did our Crash Bandicoot episode on Play Retro, I thought I had played Banjo Kazooie. Never played it. No, nope. this is oh, my wow. first time playing it. Yep. Well, you missed I'm out. So well, now you've now you've missed in. But before you missed I actually, out, yeah, I said that. I said that on Twitter. I was yeah. like, I feel sorry for all you chumps that uh, played Banjo Kazooie back when it came out and aren't playing it now in 2023 for the first time, like me. Yeah, you guys are a bunch of chumps. Because now you get to hear NPCs that sound like this. <laughs> 
<laughs> that's how everybody in this game talks. It's ridiculous. I love it. Oh, anyway, that's totally. later today. 3.30 Mountain Time. Play Retro is the podcast. If you'd rather just grab that wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, but we'll be here live at frogpants.tv. Yep. Brian Dunaway, right have a fantastic rest of your day and kiss Aww. our you toots. All right, off he goes. <laughs> We're going to take a break. When we return, the venerable Tom Merritt will join us. We'll get a little tech news this morning. Always yeah. a nice way to, to uh, kind of do our little mid of the show. But before that, we got to have a song. Brian, do you have a song? We do. I have a song, Scott. I have a song. So uh, we're going to Alaska for this one. An indie pop folk singer, uh, folk singer songwriter named Ava Earl, A V A E A R L, just like it sounds. Um, she, uh, she's been called a lot by many people in her life. They say, Ava, you are a lot, uh, her, you know, loving amusement by her parents, mild frustration by her, uh, teachers and joyful admiration by a few key mentors. Um, this album that she's got coming out called too much is, is basically all about being a lot. Um, this is the first single from the album. It's called Jealous of Her, a uh, song about coping with unrequited feelings. There's, there's a topic that's hardly ever covered in music is uh, unrequited feelings, but she manages to cover it very well. This is the song Jealous of Her. Here is Ava Earl.
Nobody's done what he's doing. Nobody. Not even Babe Ruth. To interviewing baseball's biggest stars. I felt like I was pitching more stress. I was trying to be so perfect. No one covers America's pastime like us. So as we sprint towards this year's World Series on Fox, please make sure to listen, follow, and subscribe to Flippin' Bats with Ben Verlander and me, Alex Curry. Baseball is fun, and so are we. We're going to have fun, dang it. We'll talk to you soon. When you can't have a great lunch out, have a great lunch in. Lipton Cup of Soup. Quick. Clean. Modern styling. And we're back. Who was that again, that nice lady? That was Ava Earl. She is a lot. And uh, that's the brand new single, Jealous of Her, from her upcoming album, too much. Two weeks. Too oh, too much, not two weeks. Okay. Too much weeks. Too many weeks. Too many weeks. <laughs> uh, all right. Tom Merritt is swinging by the place. Going to chat a little bit about the old technology. Sure. Yeah. Here's his little intro. This is Tommy's room, and he's thinking about his room. Can you guess what he's thinking? I have no idea what he's thinking. It's his room. He's just it's thinking about his room. That's, that's, what, that's what he's thinking. <laughs> that's what I'm thinking about mine, too. Yeah. I got to do something about my messy room. Yeah. Uh, Tom Merritt is here. Look at that. We, what, what do you know? It's a Wednesday. That well, looky there. Looky here. <laughs> uh, our old pal Tom uh, joins us on Wednesdays, talks about the tech of the day uh, in preparation for the Daily Tech News Show. And I love having you on, man. It's good to have you back. Well, it's good to be here. Um, have you heard... That Microsoft wants to buy Blizzard. I have heard rumors <laughs> yeah. that they have wanted little, to buy Blizzard. Yeah. Under the is, radar this, is this current news, or am I hearing Tom from a year ago? Yeah. <laughs> two years ago. Yeah, yeah um, two years ago. Yeah. Something well, like but uh, the minds are being focused on this two-year-old problem uh, because July 18th is the deadline for Microsoft to finish the deal or have to pay Activision Blizzard stockholders a penalty. That is standard. That is a standard thing. When you go into a deal, you say, look, uh, we don't want you dragging your heels. If you're really going to buy us, you're going to buy us. And if you don't buy us by this date, uh, then you owe us money. Uh, it's sometimes called a breakup fee, something like that. And uh, it happened with AT&T and T-Mobile. If you remember, AT&T was going to buy T-Mobile. They ended up not buying T-Mobile, had to pay T-Mobile a breakup fee. Uh, so Microsoft would like to not have to pay that fee. And the matter of fact, Activision Blizzard would prefer not to receive that fee. They would prefer the deal go through, but from everything they've said. So it was important on Monday when a an injunction was issued. 
that was the news yesterday, or, or an injunction was not issued, I should say. Right. A preliminary injunction had been sought by the U.S. Federal Trade Commission to prevent the deal from being concluded by July 18th because the FTC has a full administrative court case, an administrative judge hearing their objections, which is supposed to take place August 2nd. Mm. Uh, and if they close the deal July 18th, well, then that complicates things for the court case. So they wanted to stop it from happening. Right. Uh, the judge did not issue the preliminary injunction because they looked at the facts of the case uh, and all the the testimony and said... It doesn't look like you're going to win, FTC. I'm sorry, but we'd issue a preliminary injunction if we thought, well, you'd hate to see this whole thing go through and then Microsoft lose in court and have to unwind it. But that's not the way the judge saw it. The judge saw it as we'd hate to see us stop this from happening, Microsoft incur a penalty, and then win in court. Uh, and 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 then the whole thing would have been unnecessary. They they would have uh, they should have been allowed to go through. So the judge said, "We're not going to give you an injunction." A, a lot of headlines misportrayed that as as Microsoft has won approval. They they haven't won approval, but there's nothing stopping them from completing this merger in every region except the UK. Mm. The UK has issued a report that says. You cannot uh, do this merger. We are against it. And so the option Microsoft would have is to buy Activision Blizzard and merge everywhere but the UK mm. and leave a small version of Activision Blizzard independent in the UK. That's an incredible mess, as you might imagine. Nobody wants that, but that would be where they were left. So that brings us to today's news. After the FTC court case, which makes it look very unlikely that the U.S. is going to be able to stop this merger, the U.K. said, we will pause our litigation to to stop you in this merger. Microsoft, if you pause your litigation, let's talk. So they did that yesterday. And today, again, I think this is being misimplied in some headlines. The UK said, look, our decision is our decision. We paused to see if they are willing to restructure the deal. But if the deal is as as is, we're against it. We're not changing that. Uh, a lot of people are taking that to mean, oh, the UK is, is digging in. They're not going to give in. It doesn't necessarily mean that. It's more likely a, a hardball negotiating tactic to, mm. to put it out there in public like, we're not going to change our minds very easily. You're going to have to do something significant in order for us to want to reopen an investigation technically and approve this deal by your deadline of July 18th, which is six days away. Yeah, I was going to say this is the whole crux of the problem. We're racing a clock here. So <clears throat> all of this stuff is all well and good. Like I actually think it's very healthy for territories to have concerns and to address those and to have hearings and you know go through all the proper uh rigmarole to get all that stuff sussed out i think that's good and whatever their decision is is also fine because that's what it is it is whatever it is but all of this is happening as they are heading toward this like finish line deadline they have to do this like fast or they have to pay the 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 fee, the fee or the fine i don't know if there's a way around that like if is there a way for for Microsoft to say, "All right, look, we we fully intended to be done by now, but because we're hung up over here and here, we think these couple of things will work out. We will get past them, but we're going to need yeah. a little more time." Can Can Activision agree to that? 
I, I think if there are material reasons like, okay, the UK uh, CMA looks like it's going to agree, but it's going to agree on July 19th, uh, then yes, I think I think you can you can get Activision Blizzard's lawyers to sign off and say like, all right, we'll do an extension, uh, you know, we'll do some c- clever accounting and maybe you we refund fund you the the fee or so yeah i i don't really pretend to know all the ins and outs but i i know there are a few options but i know they don't generally like to exercise those options unless they're a hundred percent certain that that deal is going to go through well it'll be uh interesting to see what happens there's also talk of appeal today uh on the FTC side, is that, is that coming yeah? Across your the stuff? FTC can still appeal this. Uh, they have until July fourteenth to to appeal. Uh, it's not likely that they would win on appeal. Uh, it's also possible that a judge would turn down their appeal. Uh, but more likely, the judge would hear the appeal and and overrule them, and then they could appeal again to the Supreme Court, I suppose. Uh, Lena Khan, who is the the chair of the FTC is leaning that way apparently this is all you know sources say kind of stuff uh but almost all experts look at it and say yeah she's got a couple things uh as, as far as the definition of competition that she could push on but there's the facts of the case are pretty much against her mm. and the way the judge laid it out in denying the preliminary injunction is pretty airtight most people wouldn't want to appeal that decision uh, so we, we're waiting. We're waiting to see uh, what the FTC is going to do. Uh, however, if they appeal July 14th, they don't know that they're going to get a court date in time for July 18th. Mm. Uh, and uh, it would have to be expedited. So they're going to want to appeal fast uh, and get this thing fast track. Because if they get a preliminary injunction to stop a merger from happening on July 18th, they have to get that injunction before July 18th. Yeah, July is busy, turns out, for this stuff. So yeah. you guys need to... <laughs> Get your shiz together. Um, if you want to have some of the conversations and arguments around the periphery of this, like what does it actually mean for you as a gamer, this sort of stuff, there's a lot of that happening in our Discord right now and has been for a while. Great place for that. Lots of respectful people talking about the the nuances um, and on the, on the ground effects of this kind of merger. So go check that out, frogpants.com slash Discord uh, to find out more. And make sure you listen to the Daily Tech News Show today about this and other great tech stories. Uh, they will surely be on display today at 2 p.m. Mountain Time. And I'll be there as well on display. So watch for that. Uh, Tom, <laughs> we will. We'll have you uh, in the middle of the table under a big glass dome. I can't wait. Uh, I'm sure it'll be error-conditioned, and that's all I ask for. Uh, oh, seriously. Uh, <laughs> uh, Tom Merritt, there's probably other cool stuff happening in your world. Anything you'd like to promote or mention here before you go? Yeah, two things. Uh, one, a little shout out to Marek uh, in the in the chat here uh, during the live stream. Uh, good good analysis, Marek. Uh, Microsoft, in Marek's opinion, is probably going to restructure and the CMA will sign it off. But also Activision and Microsoft don't want to extend their deadline because that gives the FTC more options uh, on stopping the deal if mm, they extend it. So yeah. uh, they kind of want to keep the pressure on and, and just make the deal. Uh if they can get the UK CMA to, to sign off, then that strategy works. So good, good, good. Enough. I like to recognize good analysis in, in chat when I see it. He's great. Uh, he's great. He's a great follow. That guy's awesome everywhere. He's one of my favorite people in our community. Yeah. He's, he's freaking great. I also want to remind people that uh, there is a new weekly Android show that is probably very familiar to people who watched an old weekly Android show. The hosts of All About Android, which is no longer uh, being produced, have started a new show called Android Faithful. 
and the first episode is out. They recorded it last night. It's Wentway Dow and Ron Richards and Michelle and uh, talking about all the Android news of the week. Now, this first episode is talking about all the Android news for a couple of weeks because because it's been uh, a minute since they did their last episode of the old show. Uh, but if you are somebody who is curious about Android or uses Android on a daily basis, you're going to want to get this in your life. So if you haven't already, uh, go check out Android Faithful. Just type that into your, your podcatcher or go to androidfaithful.com. That sounds great. Congratulations on the uh, on the launch for all of them and you. And uh, we'll see you today at 2. Thanks, man. Bye, Tom Merritt. See you, Tom. <laughs> oh, I almost hit remove friend. That would be bad. Oh, don't do that. Yeah, we can't have that. All right, let's see if Discord does its thing. No, we're good. We're good. All right. Don't know what here. the difference is. No idea. Never going to understand. <laughs> uh, Randy Jordan is coming in because we got to do recommendals. There's shit we've seen. We got to vent on it. You know, we got to talk about it. And yeah, uh, yeah, that's what we yeah. do. So here, here, here's that. Enjoy. Well, what do you recommend? We recommend stuff on streaming services and we do it every Wednesday. And uh, this Wednesday, this fine Wednesday, Randy Jordan, a.k.a. Randy Deluxe joins us. Hello, Randy. <laughs> Look at this burger thing he's showing us. I know. It's a Randy burger. That's... Oh, wow. Your audio wow. is jacked. Yeah. At uh, least you've got a good background because we can't hear a word you're saying. Yeah. <laughs> All I heard was like a, there we go. Say something. Nope. Still don't hear you. You're nope. muted. Nope. We heard That's like, what, oh, now you're oh, back. Oh, you say, course, it's working. There I'm you sure are. Now, now, now it's Now, now it's you're good. We can hear yes. you now. Look at that burger behind you. Man. Uh, you know, uh, burger Meister Meister burger right yeah. there. As the, as the self-declared frog pants burger expert, <laughs> uh, I have thoughts and those thoughts are, man, it's all good. Everything is good. Yeah. Like, you can make it all work. I'm not a fan of adding too much umami. I know some people are. Some people like to add the bacon, the mushrooms, etc. I like to I like to let the burger itself do all the umami talking. Mm -hmm. But it's all good, man. Like you were going down the list. I'm going. I'm like, hmm. Is kimchi going to show up on here? Because that's good on a burger. Like mm -hmm. you could just. Yeah. How do you feel about a burger? Uh, the 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 patty, ground beef, uh, mixed with. The grilled mushrooms prior to grilling. Oh. How do you feel about well, that? Well, certainly the onions, one hundred percent. Oh, onions that's, I could do too. Yeah, but I'm I don't know what it is. Animal some, style, right there. Something about there's mixing been, stuff in that meat is kind of my jam. I like it. There's been so many uh, attempts, right? Like so, like there was a, a small chain of restaurants here called Slater's Fifty Fifty that would do fifty percent beef, fifty percent pork in yeah. the patty. Yeah, and like you, you know, you can you can do that. It's not a big deal. Okay, it's fine. All right, it's, it's all allowed. Good. That's it. It's like, allowed. It, like I have this like this like fundamental concept, right? Of like the most basic things that you need in a burger. But like I just went to In and Out the other day and I asked for all three kinds of onions. Like, who cares? <laughs> Do whatever you want. Yeah, you're living large, man. That's cool. Yeah. Rainbow Bright reminded me, by the way, that uh, the menu, the movie with um, Nicholas Holt and uh, Anya Taylor Joy and uh, Ray Fiennes. Mm. If you haven't seen it, it's fantastic. And it's yeah. got one of the best on-screen creations of a burger you will ever see. Really? That's... It does for hamburgers what Chef, uh, the movie Chef did for grilled cheese sandwiches. Really? Okay. Yes. I got to watch that. I still haven't gotten around to that. You got to watch it. Yeah. You gotta, you and, to. and yeah, if you haven't seen Chef, you need to watch Chef. You need to watch yeah. the Chef show. You need yeah. to uh, you need to watch anything that Roy Choi ever appears on. You need, you need to go to Vegas. <laughs> go to the uh, uh, Park MGM Best and Friends. eat at Best Friends because it yep. is so good. Mm. Yeah. 
All right. Now You're making you guys... me want to go there right now, Randy, and that's... do that, and then go see the Spice Girls show that's at the Excalibur that I was two weeks too early to see. It's, oh, it's, frustra- that... it's almost frustrating living out here and being a foodie because, like, <laughs> yeah. there's so many great options, and they're so expensive, and it's all the time, you know? Right. And and so, like, just any given day, like, like I just mentioned Roy Troy, man, he's got a uh, this awesome food truck it's everywhere you can just go have it any day you want and ruin yourself yeah i'm ready yeah. to ruin myself now after all this burger talk <laughs> and and just one last mention and i'm not going to reset the counter because i'm going to say this very carefully but the uh the movie the menu features uh two characters two actors who are in a a movie that you love and in the sequel the upcoming sequel mm. of a movie that you love scott so oh, really Yes, I Nicholas know about. Holt. I know one of them's in a, a Bob Odenkirk's in something, right? Yeah, no, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about the the menu with uh, oh, oh, oh Nicholas Holt. I'm thinking of the bear again. You, I keep thinking of the you bear. Wanna, you want to witness Nicholas Holt, and then you you'll get furious if you don't see uh, Anya Taylor Joy also <laughs> in the menu. Well, I'm. Uh, is there anyone else in there from Mad Max? Probably not. You said furious. That's so cute. <laughs> furious. Furious. Uh, all right. Well, let's get to our recommendals. We're going to uh, over Nicola's today. She's in, uh, still on vacation. She's in Disneyland. We hope she's having a great time. Yeah, I'm expecting to have dinner with Nicole and her family uh, later today. Oh, very nice. nice. Very, very nice, nice indeed. And we're going to go over to downtown Disney, see the Spags. Uh, we might have uh, Jazz Kitchen, uh, Napa Rose. I don't new, know. Yeah, the new updated Jazz Kitchen. Oh. Is it what is they, it updated? What did they do? What did they change? They redid the they redid the uh, the outside and they changed the menu. <laughs> oh, that's I don't I don't know if it's good. All right, I, I'm like I really yeah. like like for a long time they were trying to get us to call it Ralph Brennan's track. Yes, like, right. No, yes. That's not going to happen. But who's I Ralph Brennan? Really, I just want to go that? get a big bowl of gumbo. Yeah, Who, who's, the Ralph, who's the Ralph? Who's the Ralph Brennan guy? Do I am I supposed to know that name? Who's that guy? Ralph Brennan. He's just the guy who has the jazz kitchen yeah, at Disney. Restaurant, uh, restaurant Disney. That's it. Okay, that's just the, he's not some famous otherwise guy I should know. Okay, not that I know. No, uh, they had good etouffee when I went there one time. So mm-hmm. I don't know. And I imagine all that stuff is still going to be on the menu. I think they've, they've. Oh wow, they took shrimp and grits off the menu. Says Shojo. What? Oh. What? Yeah, and and I'll say the new design is very. It feels very sanitized, like. It doesn't feel like the old jazz kitchen as far as like the interior. The, okay, the old so interior felt like Tiana's uh, from from uh, the movie from uh, Princess and the Frog. We've um, got 180 degrees on this thing in like two minutes. So now, <laughs> now we think maybe not. Maybe don't go to the gas jazz kitchen anymore. Oh no! I never. All I said was that they've updated it and changed the menu. I haven't eaten there, but from what I've seen. It was a long time ago. It does look sanitized. They made some really good pickled onions once that I was there. And I remember being grateful that I ate there that day. And that's all I remember of that place. The pickled onions. I have to go to any restaurant that I can find that has soul food or Cajun food. Because there's a chance that I might get fried okra, which is a thing that I need on a regular basis. Kim made fried okra. Well, it was before we all got sick. But it was an amazing batch. I wish you'd have been here to sample some of it. It was very good. I love how you guys keep saying this episode, like, uh, Fourth of July made Tina sick. Fried okra made everybody sick at Scott's house. Okay. No, that <laughs> is not, that is not what made us not sick. Not selling me. <clears throat> that is not what made us sick. I'm Tina afraid. definitely did not get uh, uh, <laughs> pneumonia from a lote style corn on the cob. <laughs> 
I think she got it from Fan Expo dirty people. That's what I think I'm happened. sure that would be. That's our guess, too. Yeah. Some, somebody breathing too hard. Um, all right. Well, yeah. let's get to these recommendals. These are uh, streaming items that we've seen. Brian, we're going to start yeah. with you. You've got a clip. How do you want to set this up? Yeah, this is a, a newer movie and um, uh, very similar to the first time I tried shaving. Uh, it's got a couple of nicks. Oh, good Lord. All right, here we go. Let me explain something to you, okay? I was wrong about you. I should have realized what you were capable of when you were so eager to join me. I, I don't think I was eager. I think that you caught me at a low moment and you maybe manipulated me. To, no, and no, you no, me at a no, 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 no. I used my power for a lot of things, but I didn't need to use it on you. You were a lawyer who wanted to get rich off a real estate deal. You're the one who used me. You used my power because you're a husk. An empty void that nothing can fill. The only thing that gave your life any meaning was my power. The power you used to bring me victims while you pretended to be one yourself. <sighs> However, I'm the real victim here. I'm the one you swore to protect. And you abandoned me. Wow. <laughs> I didn't know he was that over say, the top in this. My God. Just in case you were worried that Nicolas Cage wasn't going to be full on Nicolas Cage. <laughs> uh, that's exactly why I picked that clip, just to put your. Put your uh, fears to rest. <laughs> wow. I don't know even what to say. I thought he would be less. I don't know what I thought. I haven't seen this movie yeah. yet, but I thought it would be a little less over the top. But that's uh, wow. All yeah, right. it's very over the top. Yeah. I mean, it has Aquafina and Ben Schwartz. Additionally, yeah. it must be yeah. a bit OTT, right? It is. It is because of all those people you mentioned is over the top. The movie is Renfield and it's currently streaming on Peacock. Mm. Uh, watch a few commercials at the beginning. No interruptions further uh, if you've got the subscription. Yay. Nice. Um, it's, uh, yeah, basically, um, Nicolas Cage plays the version of Count Dracula that, uh, um, that uh, oh my God, not Lon Chaney. Why am I forgetting the oh, guy's name? The original guy? Uh, um, the original guy. Oh, yeah. uh, Be Bella Lugosi. Thank you very much. Jeez Louise. Bella yeah. Lugosi's dead, by the way. <laughs> he um, sure is. He, uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Bela, uh the, basically continues the character that Bela Lugosi played to the point where they they do some fun stuff with the original Dracula movie with Bela Lugosi that is brilliant, brilliant stuff mm. um, that you have to see to believe. Uh, Nicholas Holt, across from Nicholas Cage, see what I did there, a couple of Nicks. Nicholas Holt um, plays Renfield. Which is uh, he's the he's the assistant of uh, Dracula, and because he's the assistant, Gra Dracula has given him some uh, like a small part of his powers, and he basically uh, gives him just enough to where he's got some speed and some strength and and stuff like that. But uh, instead of drinking blood like Dracula does, Renfield keeps those abilities by eating bugs, much like the original Bram Stoker um, novel. Sure. Uh, and, and Renfield's job, as you heard in that clip, is to keep bringing Dracula bodies, especially when Dracula needs to recover from uh, being attacked by um, uh, uh, vampire hunters. Mm. Um, the, this, this went through so much uh, stuff to finally, uh, finally happen. This was actually going to be um, uh, 
part of, I think it was going to be part of the, uh, well, a version of Renfield was going to be part of the dark universe. What was that? The, um, oh, yeah, universal the, dark universe. Yeah. The, the mummy uh, was supposed to start it. And didn't right. Really and the out. mummy sucked, unfortunately. Yeah. And, and then, because of that, yeah. uh, they, they came up with a, a new version, by the way, Robert Kirkman is the, the guy who pitched it. And that's the same Robert Kirkman as walking dead invincible. Sure. Um, he's the writer and, uh, one of the producers. Yes. One of the producers, of the um, of the movie, yeah, you were going to ask something, Randy. wasn't Wasn't Nick Cage involved in Shadow of the Vampire? He was I, involved in Kiss of the Vampire. Was he going to be involved in the the new the the Dark Universe Vampire movie? Well, that so Shadow of the Vampire is that that John Malkovich, uh, Willem Dafoe film from oh, about twenty right. years ago. Oh, that, yeah, yeah. The, that is definitely no, in Dark Universe, but you, is a sort of like. You mean the Nosferatu uh, thing? Is that the one? Yes. No? Okay. Yes. Right. Malkovich plays Nosferatu, and I just—I, I'm sorry—he—he he plays. Well, anyway, let me look. I just looked it up. Yes, Nick Cage was one of the producers of that movie. Gotcha. Okay. Um, so yeah, so so Nick Cage—he's had his toe dipped in the blood-filled coffin yes. for a long time. Uh, yes. Stuff like this. Um, the uh, now first thing you know, some people are going to do is rush over to Rotten Tomatoes and see how it is. It's got a low, like a fifty percent somewhere uh, critic score, but a much higher audience score. Um, I, I lean more towards the audience score on this one. I don't think it's as high as the seventy-nine percent. I think is what Rotten Tomatoes has. I'd give it a seventy percent. Mm. I think it was a lot of fun. Um, you mentioned Aquafina and Ben Schwartz. Ben Schwartz. I mean, those two. Ben Schwartz between the two is the way more over the top actor in this film than Aquafina. Aquafina dials it in a little bit because she's playing a cop mm. that uh, uh, is is tangled up with uh, this whole vampire business um we can't also ignore uh shori agdashu Agdashu. i know how to say her name very well but i love her so much and everything yes from the expanse and uh i mean she is the woman with the voice that's basically all you need to know is uh when you when you hear a very unique voice in film whether it's a deep or dark water or uh, the expanse it's uh shora agadashu agadashu whatever a slew there's an l in there agadashu she's amazing everything she She is she's fantastic um it's uh you know what it's a lot of fun if you go in if you go in not expecting high like you know you go in expecting a comedy this is a comedy it's it's a very tongue-in-cheek comedy and um it's done very very well in that aspect uh then you're not going to be disappointed i i wasn't disappointed i went in i went in not expecting anything and i wasn't disappointed at all by by what they did i wish I'm, uh, I'm interested. tomatoes wouldn't put a green splotch on things that are this is currently at 58 percent. i feel yeah. like the green splotch ought to be a little bit lower 30 percent lower should get the green splotch maybe a yellow something a yellow tomato like a yeah. not quite ripe yet tomato oh yeah i see yeah. some granularity because you go from rotten yeah. to or you go from fresh to rotten right at, at yeah. 60 yeah 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 exactly. yeah it's a little abrupt you're not wrong i wonder well, if they and, ever change that like i also <laughs> really appreciate that like the point of recommendals is for you to find stuff that's sort of in the middle right yeah yeah and that's, and and let right. us know that it's okay to watch yeah. yeah, and that this one, uh, I, I will also let you know, small kids, probably not for them. There's no nudity, but there is a lot of gore, a lot of violence. A couple a couple guys get stabbed by the arms ripped off of another guy at one point. So oh, great. <laughs> be prepared that you're going to have a little bit of that to contend with with the uh, 
uh, for the children, for the small, small children. Based on that audio, um, is Nick Cage as, as goofball as it sounds? Like it sounds like he's just. Oh yeah, yeah. I thought I started with that. That just in case, yeah, you're 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 getting full Nicholas. You're getting the full Cage. So that's not him. Uh-huh. That's not me. Just not having the visual, and so it doesn't work the same. Like it really no, is no. him being that cheese ball. It's you know basically all that stuff that he saved up from not doing it in the Five Nights at Freddy's thing that he did, yeah. the Wonder Willie's Wonderland. Yeah. All the stuff he saved up from that, he decided to just put it in here on top of his own. Great. On top of his own, just let it rip. Guy, guy will take a few minutes and do pig and some other really good work, and then, and yeah. then another one he, of these. He never, he never full on gives us the alphabet A B C D E F G <laughs> H I J K elemental P. I want but, him to though. I want, I yeah, want that. But you do get a lot of that. Uh, you get a lot of that stuff. That that delivery, that style of delivery in this. I actually, I actually like. This is my hottest hot take about Nick Cage. He ruined Kick Ass for me, and like it, that movie would have been so much better without him. Sorry, really. But I liked him in that. For me, for right. me in sure. that in that particular movie, like I, I like Nick Cage. I like his mm-hmm. shtick. Sure. Yeah. That movie, it just he ruined it for me. Yeah. Interesting. How'd you feel about him in um, Spider Verse One? The uh, f- uh, uh, Spider Verse oh, yeah. Awesome. Yeah. 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 He's, like yeah he's the perfect voice for that character. Okay. Mm-hmm. Interesting. I thought I kind of liked hmm. him for the same reason in the other one, but maybe I don't know. I haven't seen Kick Ass in a long time. I'll, I'll go back. Uh, yeah, I definitely need to give that one a rewatch. It's been years since I think I don't think I see it since I saw it in theaters, just the one time. So. Yeah, I'm I'm the oddball on that. I held it to this weird standard, <laughs> and I like the movie. I just yeah. that yeah. one, there's this thing he does driving crazy. Anyway, uh, let's get to okay. So that's again Renfield and it's Renfield uh, on Peacock. Peacock, uh, Randy. Let's pull yours now. up. What is your uh, clip you got here, Randy? What do you got? Here? I uh, I'm going to go back in time a little bit. I just rewatched one of my favorite movies. It's a rom com. Uh, you're about to hear. Uh, three of the actors in the film, not the lead that you might expect, but three, uh, three of the actors, uh, and they're all um, they're all having an evening at home. They're a, a father and his adult children, a, a, a woman and her brother. And um, this this is coming from our. We've now been talking about like Rotten Tomato scores for the last six <laughs> weeks or something, and this is coming from a, a really strange place. Like this to me is the weirdest movie that ever hit rotten tomatoes mm. in terms of the score. The score is currently 45%. It led to me completely uh, disavowing myself of certain critics because they were so mm. completely wrong. Like Rex Reed, the film critic. Yeah. I, mm. this is the movie at which I stopped ever paying any attention to Rex Reed really? because he was so wrong. This is one of the one of my favorite movies of all time. Wow. And it's currently streaming, so we rewatched it. All right. Couple. Here's the uh, clip. Rex Reed, by the way, part of the, his problem is he lives so far up his own ass, that guy. Yes. yes. Yeah. I, I can't read I can't read his stuff. Uh, anyway, here you go. This is Randy's clip. Let's see what we got. Happy birthday to you. And you don't look a day over 25. Yeah, right. And Doug's muscles aren't pharmaceutically enhanced. What are you talking about? Hey, he's an herb supplement they'd be purchased at any health food store. Check this out. <laughs> Check out these glutes. Rock hard, baby. <sighs> Pretty sweet, huh? Stop it. You're going to make me throw up on the cake. Okay, just open your present. Okay. Let's see what we got. Oh, the sixth sense. <laughs> hey, when I'm done doing the dishes, do you guys want to watch it? Sure. 
<laughs> I know very little of Fifty First Date, so you're going to have to sell me on it. Well, okay, have, you not, so have you not seen it? Scott? Never seen it. No. Oh wow, good. Yeah. At, at the thought. same time that critics like Nick Shager were uh, panning this movie, uh, Roger Ebert and uh, I think, well, I, I'm not sure that everybody in that little that little zone all agreed with this, but. Uh, at the same time, Roger Ebert called it the only great rom-com of the last 20 years. Like he, he was like, there was when Harry met Sally and then no great rom-coms and then this. And I agree. I completely agree. Weird. I, I find this to be a near perfect film. Um, I want to call out Blake Clark as uh, Drew Barrymore's dad here. He's also in... Uh, some other like he's in the water boy he has a pretty prominent role in the water boy and you might think oh well that's not much of a serious actor it's just some guy that uh adam sandler keeps putting in movies blake clark kills it in this movie he has to play like this is this scene that i just played for you is like the end of him acting his ass off as uh you know an older an aging father of a daughter who has a terrible condition and he is playing along with her problem. And every time she's looking at him, he's so incredible. And then she looks away and you see the grief on his face. And that's the kind of thing that makes a comedy better. Mm. Like that, that sort of back and forth where uh, you have people who have genuine concerns that you can sympathize with as a viewer. And then there's also really high you know high joke high hitting jokes yeah um, he's he's great he's the replacement slinky dog voice on toy story by the way oh yes, really yeah oh, when jim varney died he was he took over and he nails it you can't even tell i always uh, I, in my head i'm like oh they just keep using old jim varney tracks and never you know never got around huh. to using or something but no it's just dude you also heard drew barrymore's brother sean astin with the lisp or somewhat of a lisp yeah um He's he's very funny in this movie, and it's got it's got all of Adam Sandler's uh, regulars, right? It's got Rob Schneider, it's got Alan Covert, um, but there's also some other things. There's some things that just come out of nowhere in this movie. And Maya Rudolph has this cool little part where all she has to do is show up in one scene and really sell one joke, and she does. And um, there's a a, a a Hawaiian actress named Amy Hill who uh, she plays the part of a sort of like uh, adopted mom for Drew Barrymore. And she's just awesome. I, mm. I just can't, I can't, uh, I can't stand it that you haven't seen this movie. I keep saying this every week. Uh, you're avoiding I'm Rob like, Schneider for some reason. You won't bring him up at all. And he's like third in the credits. How does Rob I Schneider? Mean, I think he's pretty much what you, what you <laughs> expect from a Rob Schneider performance. Yeah. yeah. That's kind of what I figured. I mean, you could say it's his yeah. best performance, but he's just not, he's not really that important to the movie. You know, when you've got, when you've already got the bacon and the cheese and the uh, speak secret sauce, he's <laughs> and basically, the and the pickles, he's basically, uh, the, the little, uh, uh, boy what what, what uh, lettuce he's the lettuce that, that accidentally fell onto the burger as you were doing it oh yeah i don't need and i'll probably take that part off you're right i'll just move that yeah, off the plate yeah uh i see dan Aykroyd's in this probably small role i'm guessing what's he doing uh, in there? it's relatively small he plays a doctor who's uh aware of and treating drew barrymore's condition by the way uh brian ibbett uh, is is uh, talking about this movie a little bit in in terms of time loop movies it is not technically a time loop movie. The the one character, Drew Barrymore's character, 
is uh, she has an amnesia that uh, occurs every night of her life. So she keeps basically so, expecting to uh, be waking up on the same day every morning. Andy, I, I don't make the rules on what's a time loop movie <laughs> and what isn't. The rules are just presented to me, and this is a time loop movie for Drew Barrymore. Yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> Sounds about right. Um, you, can, you can see how um, in the hands of a good filmmaker, that character could be very fun, uh, like fun to, uh, mm-hmm. you know, to examine, fun to put some jokes around. Yeah. Uh, but – uh, it's a Peter Siegel film. Um, Peter Siegel, it's by far his best movie. Like there's not like uh, Naked Gun 3. I don't know. I don't know what, what his second best is, but this is by far his best movie. Um, he really comes at this with just enough humanity, right? That mm-hmm. you aren't, you realize you're not making fun of this character and their condition at all. There's really, there's practically no jokes about her and the condition it's everybody around her and all of the nonsense that they get into that makes the movie so fun and funny and then it is a rom-com and it's a real actual rom-com the romance between adam sandler and drew barrymore works you know they were in a previous movie together right what is it Mm. a wedding singer Mm. wedding singer yeah and they have real chemistry and it's Mm. good chemistry and the very end of the movie the last scene is just beautiful it's genuinely beautiful and i I think i think uh peter siegel deserves credit uh again peter siegel not peter siegel um (laughs) you're not going to get a carl castle uh answering (laughs) machine recording at the end of this film i will by the way i will say that in thinking about it this movie is more a time loop movie for everybody but exactly very more and it's it's less of a time loop it's a drew loop movie Mm. which is a kind of a time loop but a drew loop but also then, and, and, you know, you can talk about this much more at a, at a different times, Brian, yeah. but yeah, maybe the, in August I will. The, yeah. the beauty of the film, <laughs> the beauty of the film is how everyone ends up working together to solve the problem that's created by her condition. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And they do. And like, I, I, that's not even a spoiler, Scott, because mm. again, it's a rom-com. You're going to, you're going to need, enjoy, a, they need resolution. The, yeah. Yeah. All right. So I, you know what? I'll get around. Kim, it sounds like something she'd like too. And I don't think she's seen she, it. Kim so. would love it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't sure. know why we haven't seen it. We'll, we'll it's get on, this it's on, on HBO max and Scott, um, it's now a list celebrities, uh, shy of a Hallmark movie. That's right. <laughs> that's right. And I want to, I want to modify what I said last week. Now, Scott, I want to suggest that you watch 50 First Dates before Palm Springs mm. because Palm Springs was made by people who've clearly seen 50 First Dates mm. many times. Oh, interesting. <laughs> that's interesting. So I just, yeah. that's there. They got their their inspiration from there. All right. Yeah. And I'll, and I'll correct it. That's a, it's a three A-list star surplus of a, of yes. a Hallmark movie. If you take away all the, everybody, you know, and maybe leave one person from an eighties sitcom, then sure. it's a Hallmark film. Those guys, uh, I just found out today, Hallmark's launching a cruise line, a Christmas cruise line, a cruise oh, of ship. Of course they are. Yeah. And I'm like, no, I'm never getting on that boat. Not do ever. they have a do they have a dating uh, night on there where you can only come if you're a high power executive from the big city, <laughs> and they're going to match you up with the flower shop owner from the small town in yep, which you grew yep. up. He has to wear plaid and uh, jeans, and uh-huh. she has to be wearing smart business attire. It's all going to have to be that way. You're right. Those are the, them's the rules. Them's the breaks. And I just want to say one more thing about Rotten Tomatoes. This is one of the exceptions that prove the rule. A Rotten Tomatoes is really, really useful, but it only gets really useful for an individual like me when you're able to go in and say, oh, here's here's a list of uh, critics that I pretty much always agree with. 
and here's some critics that I often don't, mm -hmm. then you mm -hmm. can really use those numbers, right? Because like, there's no explaining uh, the postman at nine percent, except <sighs> except when you go and you remove the the reviewers, the critics that you disagree with, and you really underline the ones you do. Like that's it's really helpful because there's only like three critics in all of those that list, right? For the postman who liked it, and I like it, and so that really helps me uh, identify them, right? And so you you can make rotten tomatoes better by just oh my doing God. a little like you're you're giving me like you're giving me the idea and, and not like i can do anything with it but rotten tomatoes should have like you log in and you rate the movies that you've seen and and basically it says oh well you tend to agree with these reviewers and not these so you get your own personal here's what we think you'll think of of this movie based on your your choice your agreement and, with these critics and disagreement with these other critics and that that goes back 20 years when when rotten tomatoes first came out that was the yeah. plan oh and, really and, <laughs> and really the most the most prominent critics lobbied against it constantly mm. they really Bastards. disliked that mm. uh they 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 felt like it was uh, somehow you know opposed to their best interests yeah mm. well oh, that would make it so that would make it so. Yeah, I guess it is kind of the Netflix algorithm, except based based on with with taking the quote unquote professional critics out of the mix and basing it completely on how you agree with other ordinary Joe Netflix subscribers, as opposed to a mix of Netflix subscribers and critics. Right. And another topic we should talk about sometime is how the algorithms get worse. When the Netflix <laughs> algorithm first came out, it was so good. Yeah. And well, and it's like over the years, it's gotten way more uh, dependent on right what somebody's telling it, it needs to push. Uh, <laughs> no, you know what? It's gotten bad for us, Randy, because of film sack, because yeah. uh, films, uh, Netflix sees the crap that we have to watch for film sack and says, Oh, you like Howard the Duck? All right. How about uh, Spice World? Or how about... Uh... That's, that's kind of the same thing I'm saying. Like Netflix Netflix isn't... Like even if I downvote something, Netflix yeah. is like, but you watched the whole thing. But you thing. watched it. Yeah. Right. Right. <laughs> yeah. The computer knows what we did. They know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, let's get to my clip. This is a movie that I meant to see when it came out. It was uh, accoladed to death and back. And I love the director and I love everything about these movies. So why I didn't see it, I don't know. But I got in a mood recently. Ended up watching like three of this director's films this last week. Um, and this was awesome. So here's my clip. It is an extremely common mistake. People think the writer's imagination is always at work, that he's constantly inventing an endless supply of incidents and episodes, that he simply dreams up his stories out of thin air. In point of fact, the opposite is true. Once the public knows you're a writer, they bring the characters and events to you. And as long as you maintain your ability to look and to carefully listen, these Stories will continue to stop it. Stop it. Don't. Don't do it. Uh, we'll continue to seek you out uh, over your lifetime. <laughs> All right. That's a very early scene in the Grand Budapest Hotel, a uh, Wes Anderson film from 2014, which uh, won Best Picture that year and uh, was nominated for a, a trillion others. It was a big, probably his most successful film in terms of awards i believe 
Um, and everyone's got their favorite yeah. stuff. People are like, oh, I prefer Moonrise Kingdom, or I like Fantastic Mr. Fox, or whatever it is. Everybody's they, got their favorite Wes. Yeah. Sure. My favorite is all of it. Um, mm-hmm. I've, I've yet to see a Wes Anderson movie I didn't like. Um, even the ones that are considered weak, like the Darjeeling Limited, I still mm. think that's a pretty good movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and I watched, uh, so I watched uh, Fantastic Mr. Fox, this, and French Dispatch uh, over the weekend. And nice. um, I, Really liked all of it, but Grand Budapest Hotel, there's a reason that thing was so critically loved. I think it is really freaking good. There's an energy about it that is just so well paced. Um, It's kind of nonstop, and I don't mean it in an action way, but just kind of like it's nonstop Wes Anderson is what it is. And this is all just to prepare me to watch. Uh, Asteroid City, which comes out yes. today, I think, mm-hmm. or yesterday on rental. I can rent it now. Yeah, I think yesterday, yeah. So I'm going to rent that this week. But um, I love this movie. I think Ray Fiennes is brilliant in it. Um, didn't he win that year? Best pick, best actor, I think. I think he did. Maybe he didn't. I can't remember. I can't remember. I, can I know he's I nominated. You in 30 seconds. F. Murray Abraham's in it. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's amazing. Um, uh, Matthew Almerich, I don't know how you say his name, or Matthew Almerich, he plays the young uh, uh, boy that F. Murray Abraham plays later. Mm-hmm. Um, it is full of all the people you usually see in these movies by him. William Def- Willem Dafoe's in it. Adrian Brody's in it. Jeff Goldblum is in it. Uh, Jude Law, Edward Norton, Bill Murray, of course. Sacery Ronan. Sersha. Sersha Ronan. She plays. She just does her straight up Irish accent. She's fantastic. Rhymes with inertia. That's right. Claire not listening, I hope. Uh, Jason Schwartz, Schwartzman, of course, you have to have him. Tilda Swinton, who's very commonly in his stuff now. That voice you heard in the clip was Tom Wilkinson. He plays the mm. old version of uh, Jude Law uh, when he's older. And then uh, you you go back in time and kind of see it from his perspective. Owen Wilson's barely in it, but he's in it. So all the usual people that, that Wes Anderson drags around with him uh, show up in this. But one that surprised me that I'm not used to seeing in Wes Anderson movies is Harvey Keitel who at first is unrecognizable as his character Ludwig, and he's part of the whole prison break stuff. He's so good in this and under the direction of Wes Anderson that I was I was just eating everything up that Harvey Keitel brought with him. And he's shirtless and bald, and that's all I'm going to say. <laughs> really? Oh, yeah. awesome. I he's... forgot about I need to watch it again. I, I watched it when it first came out, and... Uh... Um, I'd, I'd completely forgotten about it, so I think I need to give it another yeah. give it another look. See, it's just, just to give you the awards rundown, Scott. It was nominated for nine Oscars. It won four yeah. Oscars that yeah. year. Uh, none of the acting Oscars were mm. a part of that, uh, but it was nominated for best picture, best director, best cinematography. Uh, you got to always talk about Robert Yeoman uh, mm. <laughs> when you talk about a Wes Anderson film. Like Robert Yeoman uh, is just a, a genius cinematographer yeah. that does things that you don't see in other movies. Yeah. Uh, Did it not? It wasn't nominated for screenplay. So kind of it surprised. won for costume, makeup, okay. Okay. Um, uh, uh, original music. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm sorry, score, original score, mm. and production design. I thought it okay. won best picture. Why did I think that? I'm, oh I'm, no! I'm yeah. smoking crack. Who won in no? No, it's 2014. So 2015 it would have been. Uh... So that was that would be Birdman, one oh, of the most right. overrated winners that to ever happen. That's right. <laughs> I remember it being a real f- tooth and nail between these two. Mm. People were arguing about. Mm. I mean, even on the show, I think we were making bets about it um, way back then. Mm. Well, and but, now uh, that we have the benefit of a long time of hindsight, it should have gone to Imitation Game or 
Selma. Like, there's really awesome there were, Yeah, there were here. a lot. I, I liked, yeah, I liked Birdman, but yeah, there were so many better movies that came out that year. Uh, by the way, he's working on his second Roald Dahl uh, adaptation called uh, The Wonderful Story of Henry Sugar, and it's going to be a uh, an exclusive Netflix oh, yeah. coming out by the end of the year. Heard about that. Is it oh, a, cool. uh, it's a standalone film, though, right? Not like a series. As far as we know, yeah, just a just a standalone, as opposed to like a miniseries. Yeah, yeah, it it appears to just be a a single film. Very yeah. much looking forward to that. I love yeah. Isle of Dogs. I love Fantastic Mr. Fox. His his yeah. eye for that stuff is so good. Oh my god! Could we could we ever do like Bottle Rocket for Film Sack? You think is that oh, the sure. one? Oh yeah. Well, we that's did the one. We did the Steve Steve Zissou thing. We did the yeah. Oh, that's true. We did Life Aquatic. Yeah, we? yeah. Okay, and yeah. I really yeah. liked Life Aquatic. I did too. I think um, I feel like all of his mainline movies are sackable, mm -hmm. and I and I say that with love. Like, mm -hmm. I think Rushmore is a fine mm -hmm. film, I and I think Rushmore. it would be fun to sack because mm -hmm. uh, it's there's it's weird, right? Um, mm -hmm. I think The Royal Tannenbaum is a fine film. I think Darjeeling Limited mm -hmm. is a fine film. Mm -hmm. Like, uh, I'm I'm about to watch Moonrise Kingdom with my kid because it's one, the only one that's PG-13. These are all R-rated <laughs> movies. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. And uh, I'm really excited for his first, uh, you know, his first Wes Anderson. Yeah, it's a yeah. it's a force in our house. My daughter has this giant coffee table book that she's had for years that just like goes through all the like the framing and the color schemes. Oh, that's and cool. The, yeah, he has such that. a specific style that uh, he's easy to imitate. He's easy to easy to parody. SNL did a great great Wes Anderson parody. Obviously, the stuff we've been seeing with. Uh, the the Star Wars yep. uh, uh, stuff online. Lord heard, of the Rings. I heard Lord a, yeah. of the Rings by Wes yeah. Anderson. I heard oh, a, I heard an interview with Edward Norton recently where they asked him about something, and he basically the conversation turned to in the same year that he made. Um. Well, that's what it was. Moonrise Kingdom. He made four thousand dollars. Basically, got day rate paid, and for the same year he did the Hulk. The Incredible Hulk and got 20 million for that movie or 18 million or something. <laughs> and they're like, why would you even bother with Moonrise Kingdom? And he goes, you don't understand. The reason these movies are full of the greatest talent acting has ever produced. Uh, like one Wes Anderson movie has more acting talent in it than the rest of the year, right? It's crazy. Mm -hmm. He yeah. says, they're not there to make money, including Wes Anderson. They don't make money. They're there to be in a Wes Anderson film. And that's all they yeah. care about. They don't care if it's cheap. They don't care if it's low payment pay. They just want to be in his movies. And I thought that was fascinating because I'm sure that's true. Of, that's probably true of a bunch of directors. Like people would kill to be in a Scorsese movie or they'd kill to be in a, I don't know, Spielberg movie or something. But, yeah. But Edward Norton, like, we don't get paid shit on those movies, and I don't care because yeah. I love them. I yeah. Love, in know, that yeah. interview, Norton actually said that he figures he lost like fifty thousand uh, dollars overall <laughs> because uh, he had to pay. You know, he paid for his travel and his mm -hmm. lodging and so forth. Like that, it was like a labor of love. He would do it again. Yeah, and he has. He keeps being in his movies. <laughs> he's still in. He's in the new one. So I guarantee yeah. you, he's gotten paid very well for subsequent Wes Anderson. Movies. He's probably I done fine, you. I'm sure. But uh, the point, the main point is, it's like this. This is just an tour that Brian's right. Easy to duplicate, but if you duplicate it, people will call you on it. You mm -hmm. can't duplicate yeah. it and have anyone take you, can you seriously. Only you can only get away with parody. You can't. Yeah, you can't get away with anything. I else. just love it. So anyway, I uh, highly recommend this. This is on Hulu currently. Um, I bounced around a bit because the uh, the other one, um, French Dispatch, I believe, is on Prime. So I okay. went I went from Hulu to Prime, and now I'm back on Hulu for 
Fox, Fantastic Mr. Fox, but it's kind of all over the place. But this one is on Hulu. It's the Grand Budapest Hotel. Uh, I say it's the best thing I ever watched Ray Fiennes do. Freaking love mm. him in this. Well, that and Quiz Show I, are my two favorites. I think I love it's Quiz funny Show. that we, we had Nicholas Holt and Ray Fiennes in our uh, <laughs> recommendals, and yeah. uh, now yeah. you need to watch the menu. Oh, and I gave the wrong credit for Zero, the main character Zero. It's played by Tony Rev- Revolori. Uh, not Matthew Almarac. So sorry, I gave the wrong actor the wrong name. Gotcha. Anyway, uh, all I of just, this will. I just, yeah, I want to say one more thing. Um, what a time we live in that we we're getting to see Wes Anderson films as they come out, and we're getting to understand and appreciate what that means. Mm. Like, think about this. Like, just take the Darjeeling Limited. Mm. It's uh, it puts together Owen Wilson and Adrian Brody and Jason Schwartzman, and they are amazing. It is a power trio. Right, the mm-hmm. characters, their performances. Any other director, any other studio would have put those guys in five sequels. Mm-hmm. Like, there's just no doubt. But mm-hmm. Wes Anderson gets to do what Wes Anderson wants to do, and so we get to we get to yeah. have that. It's like and he still the, puts them in there. Crystallization. They're still all. They're still all three in the next five yes, movies. Exactly. <laughs> they're but, just not this. Yeah. It's not the same characters. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, it's something else, man. Uh, his his entire even if you just go on the IMDb and just look at the listing of his movies, you see this art style in the in the tiny little uh, uh, poster art. It's like yeah. this crazy yeah. color scheme. I want to capture it and go paint something based on it. <laughs> yeah, anyway. Royal Tenenbaums is a is a really good palette. Like that, if you ever want to, if you ever want to like look at a movie and then use those colors, use that one. Oh, look at the people they're going to have in this new one that Brian brought up. The Wonderful Story of Henry Sugar. They already have confirmed. Ray Fiennes, Rupert Friend, uh, Benedict Cumberbatch, Ben Kingsley, Richard Aola. Uh, what's uh, the IT crowd guy? Richard Aola. Not Aola. Uh-huh. Aola. Have you said? Aiowade. Aiowade. Thank you. Dev Patel. And that's just the ones that are like extra, including the billions of people he already carries with him everywhere. Yeah. In his pocket. Yeah. Just imagine if Ben Kingsley and Benedict Cumberbatch and Ralph Fiennes, and I'm just going to say Ralph Fiennes. Sure. Imagine if those three people all get to just sit and talk to each other. That is, that's an insane concept. Mm-hmm. It is. Mm-hmm. You're just making me want to go watch all this shit again. Not just talking. Yeah. About Nothing wrong with that. Uh, all right. Well, there it is. And take that parasite trolls. I'm not watching. I didn't watch parasite this last week. I watched these things instead. Um, that's going to do it. Hey, uh, Brian puts <laughs> these up on uh quick TMS.li. Uh, yep, already they're there. up there. They're ready for people right there. Yep. And if, as always, if you have suggestions on things we should watch or could watch, uh, let us know here on the show. We would love to hear about those. Randy, thanks for hanging out with us. I guess Film Sack was supposed to be uh, last week about Green Lantern. Guess what it's going to be next week? About Green Lantern. Yeah, Tina yep. totally effed everything up. Yep. <laughs> Blame her. Uh, not I, really. am, I am sitting out. I've completely forgotten what I wrote for an intro, for a Twitter post. You and me both. I actually feel like I've got to watch, uh, <laughs> at least watch the, re- the, the movie clips recap stuff just to refresh. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that may not was hurt a- actually to do that. I should do that mm-hmm. too. I kind of, yeah. uh, you guys, look, I know I always say this line about, you might be surprised what I thought. There are parts of this that uh-huh. I came away going, well, that was not what everyone, everyone told me this yeah. was nothing yeah. but a shit sandwich. And there was stuff in there that wasn't. There's stuff, there is stuff in there. That's, yeah. yeah. I felt lied to a little bit, not Save by you guys. It for the show. I am, yeah, I am biting my tongue because I can't wait to talk about how, you know, like I perceive all of DC in having avoided DC as much as possible my entire life. Mm. It's like, okay, we're going to, we're going to talk. We yeah. have a, we have a talk. We, we have, have stuff to, to talk do. about. 
So we'll uh, we'll see you then. Thank you for hanging with us. Thank you. Uh, uh, oh, Nicole's not here. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Nicole. Thanks, uh, Nicole, for being in an in here in spirit. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's vicariously you're here somehow or That's something. Right. All right, that is going to do it for today's show. We are uh, out of here. However, a quick uh, final note here from somebody talking about getting shots. Remember the whole tetanus thing? Yeah, yeah. Have a difference between that and how you get it, where you get it, and all that. Seth mm-hmm. from Philly wrote in says, "You don't get rabies from rusty nails. You get tetanus." <laughs> uh, you need a tetanus shot every 10 years. Rabies are from dogs or cats or wild animals that foam at the mouth. Last time I checked, rusty nails don't form and don't have mouths. Don't foam. Oh, I'm foam. And don't have mouths. Love the show, says Seth. Yeah. We corrected it. I think we, we corrected it during the show, like probably right after he sent that text. Yeah. We we said, I mean, not rabies, tetanus. and Yeah, I think we cleared it up. And then we he did. never he never sent a reply. So I just read. Listen, dude, if you wanted to correct yourself, you should have sent us a second text. All right, <laughs> that's how this works. Uh, but we love you too, Seth, and thank you for that message. Eight zero one four seven one zero four six two is the place to send it. Please join our Patreon. We're about halfway through July, which feels insane to even say. We're getting there anyway. <sighs> Patreon.com/slash TMS will get you all sorts of benefits. If you need to know more, you can go there and find out real quick what those are. Go check it out. That's patreon.com slash TMS. Tomorrow we'll have Wendy back in a full Thursday uh, accoutrement. So that'll be fun. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think that's everything I got. Brian, you got anything else to mention? Uh, I got nothing else. Oh, actually, there was the thing I was going to bring up. Uh, just really, you know what? Oh, let's right, save, right, right. Yeah, yeah. You know what? The link I gave you, let's put it in the top of the show for tomorrow. Oh, okay. Did you put it in? Where'd you stick it? it I put It's right above uh, the picture of corn that you put in our, oh. our discussion. <laughs> That corn really messed yeah. me up. Oh, this. All right. Yeah, we'll we'll make this a priority tomorrow. Yeah, because uh, I think we'll have some audio clips that we can pull from that thing. So. Absolutely. Oh, my gosh. Look at this. So, yes. I was so busy po- posting corn. I forgot about the porn right, right in front of it. <laughs> anyway. It's corn porn. Corn porn. That'll be tomorrow. Uh, and lots of other stuff tomorrow, too. So uh, check us out then. Uh, that'll do it for us. We need music, though. You have a little uh, something? To take us out, I've got something. Yeah, the uh, uh, all that talk about Disneyland. Uh, we need to bring up a, a friend of ours that works there that is currently um, going through some stuff. Gary Fisher. He says, "Hi, Scotch and Bourbon. Well, it's been ten years since I made my first birthday song request. When I'm sixty-four for my sixty-fourth birthday. How time flies. Since I'm currently getting radiation treatment for prostate cancer, I thought a cover of a Cure song might be appropriate." Uh, my prognosis is very good and so far side effects have been manageable. I have four more weeks of treatment as of June 22nd when I'm writing this. Love the show though. Gary, the senior geek. Oh, uh, we, we love, love you, Gary. Gary. Gosh, keep- dang it. I hate that he's going through that. I freaking hate it. Yeah. We think about you so often, Gary, and, and we hope you're uh, continuing to have minimal and manageable side effects from, uh, from all that garbage. I'm going to wear a f- f- colorful floral shirt on top of another shirt tomorrow. Because that's how Gary is. If I picture Gary in my head, close my eyes, that's how I see him. I'm doing that tomorrow in in solidarity with Gary. You know what? I'm going to break tradition, and I'm going to wear a Hawaiian shirt tomorrow also. So uh, tomorrow, uh, uh, I'm going to just go crazy and wear a Hawaiian shirt, and then uh, both of our shirts will be in honor. That's right. And I'm going to use some electronics tomorrow and a a LAN, a local LAN. So I'll have LANtronics in my life. I'm going to have- Oh, look at that. Yeah. Star Wars. uh, I'm going to get some Star Wars shit, you know? I'll have something Star Wars somewhere around me in honor of his uh, uh, his work at Batu. And uh, <laughs> is that real? So it was his birthday, though, right? That was the deal here. Yeah. So give Let's him a, give him a song. Party.
Anyways, make sure I got that. that yes, I believe it is today. This is the date that he has on his on his thing, and I believe that today is Gary's birthday. So, happy birthday, Gary! We love you, and we hope that uh, you continue to to beat the crap out of cancer. Uh, all right, the cure. Boys don't cry. Uh, this is the song he wanted, and I love it. And we've never played, I've never played this version before, and I'm surprised because it is so damn good. Oh, it came out a couple of years ago, which is part of the reason, by a German group called The Baseballs. The Baseballs are known for their amazing, just could have been right out of the 50s Americana rockabilly sound. Um, here are The Baseballs from their album Hot Shots and a cover of The Cure's Boys Don't Cry. <laughs> Too much pain, too unkind Oh, I tried to love about it Got read all of my lies I tried to love about it Hiding the tears in my eyes Cause boys don't cry I hear that. I also hear that. 